Oh great! I have to come in another Sunday, while everybody else is on vacation. This is Chuck Landington and welcome to a Metal Injection live cast mixtape. I am merely stalling until Rob is done with his bong hit. You done yet? Okay, here we go. Thanks, Chuck. Welcome, Metal Injection Junkies. It's Rob. Fill in for 3D, who is probably on some beach in Miami right now on this Metal Injection live cast mixtape. This is your first time listening to the live cast. Welcome. We are a weekly show airing on Sundays. And the way I like to describe it is uh, we, we're a talk show from the metalheads perspective. Not all of us are metalheads, one of us. I don't even know what he likes. I'm talking about Sid, of course, and the rest of us are metalheads. We talk about metal, metal things, we, we take calls, and sometimes we get some weird calls. For example, this first clip I'm going to play for you is an Iraqi fan calling in, telling us about uh, being a fan of metal injection, and then somehow tells us about how in his high school there was only one female teacher, so naturally he had to masturbate on her. It didn't make any sense to us at the time either, so check it out. We got a caller. Is this the, is this the Frenchie? 586. The Frenchie? He said it was a French teacher. The mountain. Oh, the French teacher. Uh, this is Jorik. Uh... Oh, can you hear me good? Yeah, what's your Sorry. name? Oh, I guess it's a joke. I'm Hugh. H-U. Um, Hugh? I'm Hugh. Like, Hugh Jackman. Yeah, Hugh. Who? H-U-G. Who are you? Who are you? Who are you? Can't play that either. Okay. Okay. So what's up? Yeah, um, I'm... Oh, not much. I don't know. I'm just listening to the podcast. How are you guys doing? We're good. Are you the guy who jerked off on his French teacher? That's really all we care about. Yeah. Okay, so tell yeah, us that's the story. What I, did. I never thought I'd ask that question. Yeah, but I was, <laughs> yeah, this is journalism. Was, Good follow. It, it wasn't here. It was like uh, 2001 mm-hmm. uh, when I was still back home. And uh, where's back I used home? To go to this high school. What country? What country? Um, I'm actually from Baghdad, Iraq. And, oh, uh, that figures. Yeah. Oh, so women. So, you know, yeah, that's what they're there for. They have so no rights. Okay, so <laughs> so you're in high yeah. school. Oh, seventh grade. You, you're in French class. You're learning French in Baghdad. Yeah, it's only, uh, we have only a couple of schools back then. Uh, mine, uh, you can look it up. It's called Baghdad College High School. And it was like founded by the American Jesuits like in 1930s. So it's like, one, you know, prestigious, you know, kind of high school. So we had only like French classes, you know, we studied calculus and stuff like, you know, the only, it's one of like three schools only that teaches English, I guess. So uh, we had this thing like, you know, a French class and uh, this teacher was like the hottest uh, that year she came to because we didn't have any, it's usually just men teaching us. So that chick was really like the hottest woman was she on Iraqi campus, or was she and everyone was going crazy about her. Is she French or Iraqi? What was her nationality? No, no, she they're all Iraqis, but she studied like French and like I don't know, she teaches French. I want to know what his nationality is because he does not sound like Arabic or anything. I am. You are okay. I am. Sorry. Yeah, I, I moved to the state like uh, six years ago, okay. but um, yeah, that's where I came from. Okay. Right. So what what happened? Yeah. I don't know why you were yeah, ever so, leave a place uh, where you can get away with jerking off on your teacher. <laughs> that seems like a pretty cool place. Just they probably there. murdered her, right? Yeah, I mean, that's yeah, what I'm saying. Wait, so hold on. Let me tell the story. Okay. 
it's in Iraq, man. No, it's uh, it's not. No, I mean, I don't know. Like, we had this weird, I don't know if you guys have it here in high school. It's like weird desk. Like, each two students sits on it. It's like a table. It's like a desk. It's like two de- you know? two students and, uh, for one desk, right? Yeah, yeah. We have that. Yeah, we have that. Exactly, yeah. So I used to sit, like, all the way in the back, you know, just to make fun of teachers and all that shit. And, uh... We, uh, it was just me uh, at that time. Like, we in the French fries, there was not a lot of people, and I was always in the back. And I don't know why she kept coming. Like, she used to always come and sit on the desk, like, in front of me or on my desk. Her boss is always, like, on my face for <laughs> some reason. And, uh, yeah, it was crazy. Like, we used to always, I, everyone was, like, giving me a look. So, oh, you know, she always sits in front of you, get the best of you in the class, whatever. And that's what I did. Like, one time I was, I used to be horny, like, all the time. So I was just to jerk off the other class, whatever. Jesus. <laughs> this is fucking Iraq, man. Let's chop your cock off. No, but he's clearly, he like, one the of the uppity, like, aristocracy people. If he was going yeah. to one of the best schools in Iraq, then he's probably uh-huh. the one doing the chopping. Are, are your parents well off? Is that is that true? Republican guard? What is the Republican guard? Sorry. I said, were you in, was your parents in the Republican guard? No, no, no. It's not. It's like prestigious high school, but it's not like for just you know the people in government or something. Like you can uh, go to it when you apply. You finish like sixth sixth grade, and then you take you have to take a test, like IQ test and stuff. Oh, like, so you're you just pass, a smart uh, guy. But it was a placement test, like kind of like placement test. You you have to pass to get through it. So it wasn't just like me. Like each year they would accept like 500 students, whatever. So you're a real yeah, rock star. It's just the best school, like the best school to go to if you can, you know, go. Okay, afraid, so like public. So you have yeah. continually jerked off in this class. You're saying <laughs> more than once, and then, so then one time she was like sitting on your desk. You're saying, and you jerked off on her. How did that happen? Yeah, because she always like she walks on and she sits on the table. I did. I did it once, like on. Her skirt or whatever, like she had, but it wasn't. I, I I used to do it like you know on the ground or like the desk has like an, a box in front of it, like you know the desk has a drawer you can pull through it so Did you can cover your like. Classmates I, I, I like wait, wait, wait! So hold on one second. Are you sharing one of these tables with a classmate? No, he said he sat by himself. Oh, you so you sat by yourself. So you would just come on the yeah, floor and leave it. So like, if someone is looking. Like, if you're sitting at the desk and someone is looking at you behind the desk, would they see your legs? Would they see, like, where your your pants would yeah. be, where your dick is? What about the uh, classmates no, to the left No, it was, it was like a, an office desk, kind of like this, like it slows from all okay, sides. Okay, so you don't really see the, the legs from the front of it. And they're in robes anyway, so he's... Are you in a robe? Were you in a robe or jeans? Hold on, that's a good question, because that's why... Like, <laughs> how does nobody no, notice... No, no, it was jeans. Yeah, you're, you know, he's just in regular clothes. Come on, Sam. Yeah, it's 140 <laughs> degrees where he is. Come you want to wear jeans in 140 degree heat when you can wear a nice flowing robe? Flowing robe. <laughs> it's much more airy. He does have a point. He does have a point, yeah. guys. You jerk off. You could fan yourself. So hold on. <laughs> so you're you could pa- jerk off with your cock and fan yourself? So... <laughs> Your pants are unzipped. Yeah, I just do it. I like to do it, like, on myself and just go to the bathroom, whatever, do it. You know, like, if I have to do it. Because it was hot and there's nothing to do. That and is it's so... Only, it's only boys high school. So, you know, like, you don't see girls or whatever. So you only get to jerk off on teachers and stuff. 
That is alien to what? me. I can't. So bad. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. We 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 stop. So you. Uh, oh, I okay, can't so, imagine jerking, taking but, my dick out in a class. So your dick is That's out nice. in class. But your like, dick. Hold on. Hold on. Your dick is out in the class, right? Is this true? Your dick is out. Like if someone walked to your desk and were standing over you, they would see your dick. In right? seventh grade. In seventh grade. Yes or no? Yeah, of course. Yeah, of okay. course. Okay. So then now you're you're you're. Teacher is like walking around the class giving a lesson. She sits down on your desk, and you're like, "This is the moment I've been waiting for." And you you splooge all over her, right? You come on, on her, you you come on the floor on her skirt. As they said on her it skirt. Yeah, well, it wasn't, it wasn't that much. It wasn't like you know, I didn't do the whole thing like on her skirt. I just so did it like you know. Oh. The, so it accidentally know, you know, went just, on? Like you weren't aiming for her skirt, but a little bit got on her skirt? Is that what you're telling me? Yeah, yeah. And it wasn't, Where know, were it you aiming? A lot. Like it was a quick one. Right. I'm imagining like, you masturbate I'm, so frequently throughout the day that there's not much to your squirts. I was going to say, like, how, <laughs> did you have to time it? Like, did you know when she was going to come and or, sit? Or like, were you, were you already stroking it and then she came and sat on your desk and that kind of heightened it to the next level where you're like, I have to come now? Yeah, exactly. That's what happened because uh, no, I did not time it because she stayed like pretty much the 45, 40 minutes. No, because he's already day. stroking oh, his dick. She <laughs> it was just a happy coincidence. Uh, so did she notice that you just done her, her skirt? No, because uh, like, unless, I don't know, like she probably did afterwards, but... <laughs> um, like you know, we had the bell rung and we get you know the break, and that's why I just yeah, you know left right away. So I don't know, like she noticed wow. afterwards. I mean, well, she's... I remember funny thing, like two years after, um, they uh, they fired her from the school because uh, <laughs> she was somewhere. She wasn't. It was like the high school was huge, so we had three giant buildings, like campuses, you know. Yeah. And one of the buildings, um. I heard, like, I can't remember what happened, but I remember, like, everyone saw her crying, and she was, you know, she, she was running and crying, and apparently, like, uh, a full class, like, let's say 140 people, like, they tried to, you know, um, harass her or something, I don't know, through the corridors and stuff. So I remember afterwards, like, she left, like, she didn't stay in school. Oh, wonderful, was, so she like, was disrespected. So there's 140 people in a classroom, you're saying? Is that typical? No, the, the, like the whole, it was the whole year. Like, let's say it was like probably the eighth grade students, like the whole, you know, eighth grade. Oh, it was like an assembly. Like All they just modeled were doing it. Yeah. Could I just go back to a couple of minutes ago when you basically said, well, it was an all-boys school, so the teachers were the only ones we can jerk off on. I think he meant, <laughs> I think he meant jerk off too. Like either way, like the girl. He's making it like he's the victim here. Hold on, now how many other girls have you jerked off on? How many girls' skirts have you gotten your cum on? Other than that teacher, it's, it's been a few years. Um, now, like my, uh, no, I haven't done that. Like on on let's say no, I got like girlfriends, whatever, but. So I didn't do that. Like say, while dating, we were in the restaurant. I would do such thing. No. Okay, so you you cut that out I've after seventh it. grade. It was just for that teacher. Just for that teacher, yeah. I mean, yeah, but we, we used to take, uh, let's say, private lessons. Back. Now, what do you mean, let's say private lessons? 
This is the part where he rapes the teacher. I just don't get yeah, it. Yeah. Like, oh, friend. we weren't allowed to see girls, so the only way I could have sex was to rape my tutor. Yeah. <laughs> that was my only opportunity. If the teacher's on the front of the class and she sees all the students, wouldn't she be seeing your like arm furiously moving up and down or something well, underneath. It was very subtle. Yeah. <laughs> like the motion of the ocean. Uh, probably. I mean, I don't know. I've never... Clearly, he's not worried about that. that. Well, I, always used to, I, I used to take care of everything. Like, to notice, you know, Snow <laughs> was looking did at me or in, something. Did you But I remember, like, my buddy one time, uh, he told me, like, I guess, what was it, three years ago, and he, he said, hey, I remember what you used to do, you know, back in that biology class or whatever. I said, yeah, you know, so well, I used to do that shit. Okay, I have a question. He, he, he embraces well. it. He's not embarrassed. Um, did you put in as much effort into your schoolwork as you did into covering up masturbating secretly <laughs> in class? Uh, I, I used to be an A student back then, but not anymore. Oh, maybe because you stopped yeah. masturbating in oh, class. Yeah. Maybe it really helped with your focus. It's like I wonder if there's some sort of study in that you retain information more while you're it's like, while animal. you have a boner. <laughs> Because you're more or less. I think I once shared that I, I one time tried to masturbate in a class, and then I was like, oh, this really right? I totally talked about this on the show like two years ago. We must have blocked it out. <laughs> <laughs> Where like I, I just had a, it was like the first period. It was a a chemistry class, and I just realized that I had high school, I, I, college, in high school, freshman year of high school, first year. Oh no! So then it was biology, and I realized I had a boner. I had morning wood. Uh, and I was just like, oh, maybe I could do that. Then I was like, wait a minute. Like, like I could not. I was like, what am I saying? What am I? This is ridiculous. There's like 20 other people here. No, this isn't happening. Was, if right. there were more people, would you have been more into it? Or 22 high enough? What did no. the teacher look like? I wasn't. No, it wasn't even like I wasn't masturbating to my teacher or anything. He's like, just turned just, on by learning. Uh, yeah, uh, just the science. <laughs> Rob was curious. And we actually have uh, audio footage of when Rob... I uh, was curious about jerking off in public and looked uh -oh. it up on the, on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Rob. I'm glad we, we found the Rickroll only uh, eight years after the... Uh... Oh, <laughs> critic. That's right. So where no, we didn't now? find the Rickroll. We found, found it. We found you clicking yeah. links randomly. That's yeah. the joke. Yeah. Touche. Touche. <laughs> So do we, do we get his name? Hugh? Who? Oh, yeah. Who? Right, Hugh. He Who? said Hugh, yeah, but Hugh. then he said H U. Like Hugh Jackman. Yeah. But that's H U G H. Hugh. So it's not exactly. It's like you. Hugh. Yeah. Where do so, you live now? Um, now in uh, Detroit, Michigan. Wait, maybe you, is that you, better or worse than Baghdad? Yeah, really. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's kind of the same because I remember the first time I came out, I was like. Seriously, this looks exactly like Baghdad, you know? I was like, wow. How did you end up so in Detroit? Shitty. Well, there is a high Muslim community in Detroit, so that's probably... They should be high. Yeah, but I'm Detroit. not. I mean, I'm, I'm against all that shit, so you know, I don't I, I identify with that, those people. So then why are you in Detroit? Oh, uh, well, because we, we moved. We, uh, it's a family of four, me, my mom, dad, and my brother, and, uh, you know, I just have to stay, like, close to them because... Uh, I'm, you know, we still we moved here, uh, and we have, you know, we uh, just stay together, like help each other. All right, I'm asking and why your family. Why, yeah, why did your family? Not why you didn't abandon places. your family? What? Why did you? Uh, oh yeah, that goal. Cool. 
Okay, okay. Uh, that's too complicated a question for it. No, okay. What are no, you I doing? Couldn't, in I, couldn't hear, I couldn't hear. Why did you? No, why did your fa- why did your family choose to move to Detroit? From yeah. to Detroit. Of all the places to move, why Detroit? Why not New York? Why not anything else? Oh, we are. Um, well, I wanted actually to go there at the beginning, but uh, my my dad had a job like the headquarters here. Ninety in Michigan. seconds. And also, my uncle uh, from my mom's side uh, had been living here since like 1970s or whatever. Okay, so you had family. And he was the sponsor, so that was like the first step. But once we got in, and my brother went to school, I started working, went to school, and I, I you know, we just stayed. Have you masturbated but on any teachers here in the states? No, or any authority no. figures. He'll okay. get deported. He can't do that. Here. Oh, that poor woman when she went home and noticed the cum stain. Oh. Sixty seconds. Shut up, lady. That's yeah, her. I, I can't do that. Well, I don't know if I. What's the law? Because I'm American now, so can I do that? Like, is it possible to do that? I was a credit for you guys. It yes, is- you're definitely American now. <laughs> No, we don't endorse you jerking off on someone without their knowledge. No, I don't do that anymore. That was like, well, I just remember when you guys were talking about this. <laughs> no, that's a great story. I legitimately... Yeah, we had a lot thank of fun you. Yeah, that was great. That. So, did you listen to metal when, when you were in Iraq, or how did you find find, find metal? I'm assuming you're a metalhead. Yeah, I mean, I uh, my dad used to own a VHS store, and uh, we used to, uh, like, you know, get, you know, cassettes, video, you know, like Best Buy family video and stuff. And we, you know, I, I, that's how I got exposed to, like, you know, Pink Floyd, Led Zeppelin, and music. And then I started taking guitar lessons Ten with seconds. the same teacher who, uh, if you guys have seen, you know, Heavy Metal in Baghdad, across Dakota. Yeah. So I started taking lessons with the same teacher. I, I believe they featured, like, his shop uh, bombed or something. I don't know if you remember that part of the documentary. Sounds like you don't remember. I it. think it was the... Yeah, they featured, I think, in the bonus DVD, something about Turkey or stuff. And, uh, yeah, it was the same place where we all used to hang out, like, you know, the metalheads. So uh, that's how we started, you know, Metallica, Slayer, Megadeth, whatever. Rob, and, do you uh, have any relatives that's how in I Detroit? Up, you know? I have no relatives in Detroit. Why would I have relatives I'm in Detroit? Just curious. How about Baghdad? <laughs> <laughs> I, t- I made that joke for Sid. I, I absolutely don't. <laughs> I don't know anybody. He's Iran, not Iraq, Derek. It's right next door. They could be Iranians there. I'm not saying he's Iran. I don't know if I have any relatives in Iran. Oh, no, I guess I I mean, I don't know them. I was going to say, didn't you tell me when when they were threatening to uh, bomb Iraq that uh, you were worried that you had family there and that they were going to be killed? You mean bomb Iran? I meant Iran, yeah, sorry. Oh, I don't know. I think, yeah, my dad might have been. I think you might have some cousins there, but. I'm not really in tune with that side of the. Get them the fuck racist. Uh, it was okay. Just let them know they could come to Detroit. So how'd you find out about metal injection? <laughs> uh, I've been a fan for I've been following you guys for over five years. Um, you know, Is news it? I follow every day. And just check, you know, tour dates, news, and all that. And I actually I did call before, if you remember, uh, a year ago. It was kind of stupid phone call though. It, it was the guy when we when I told you my name is H. And you said, oh, 313, is that, you know, from Detroit, from 8 Mile? Oh, yeah. I remember that. Oh, that was stupid. But then I guess you had to cut me off because there was uh, the guy from Skeleton Witch calling. Oh. Oh. Was, Little did yeah, we well. know. You had such... We would have yeah. we would have thrown that fucking guy yeah. from Skeleton Witch he's right out of here. We, he's never jerked <laughs> off on a teacher. <laughs> Fuck that guy. <laughs> 
fuck's going, Witch? The fuck out of here. Take a walk. So your job for next episode, you must go and find someone new to jerk off on and then call it. No. Do not Wait. do that. You'll First of all, do you even have the sex drive to do once a week? You don't Did need I much do sex drive. Like a metal show, maybe? That'd be cool. Oh, oh my God. That would not be cool. Yeah, find like a <laughs> corpse grinder or something and jerk off on him. Oh, or like Glenn Benton, you know. Or somebody really like in a t-shirt. I'll tell you what you could do. That won't get us sued. You ready? It's not gonna oh, get us sued. Go to Seth Putnam's grave <laughs> and jerk off on him. Because he would support that. Is he buried in Detroit? He would su- just go wherever he is. Come on, it's worth Take it. Take a trip, the Greyhound yeah. bus. <laughs> Just video that. Just Any, yeah, get on a Greyhound. Anywhere it takes you will be better than Detroit. <laughs> so it's a good thing. Exactly. And it, yeah, the, man, on, I, I can't always believe this place. And on, on a Greyhound, everyone's jerking off, so you'll fit right That's in. That's true. Exactly. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> better than a fungwa. Those That's right. why I remember. Uh, can I? Do I have a time like to tell you a funny story about my first metal show in Detroit? Oh, yes, yes, please. Oh. Okay, uh, it was, I think, uh, 2008, it was Isos and Saviors with uh, Into Eternity, I think, Yeah. that tour, and uh, that was exactly like my first ever show here in the States, and uh, it was at Harpo's, if you guys know it. I've never been to Detroit. You know, the famous? I, I believe so, you. I don't know, like, you know, Harpo's is like, you know, uh, the, uh, the biggest, you know, metal theater, oldest um, metal, you know, theater in Detroit, and it's also the shittiest. Like, if you, I don't know, there's a, there's a lot of interviews with bands that are, like, periphery at Harpo's, and they always talk about, you know, how shitty it was there, and how, you know, the the, the, the security guards always wear armor vests and stuff. Okay. Well, it is you know, Detroit. Of, you know, I mean, yeah. Yeah, okay, so, so I remember, you know, I had my dad waiting for me outside, you know, for six hours while, you know, I just went inside to, you know, watch the show. And my dad was wandering around, you know, going back and forth. And I remember when I got into the car, my dad told me, have you seen the KFC in your life? I told him no. He said, it's funny, they, it's different design. They got this bulletproof glass and all that. I wonder why they got this. So, you know, afterwards, I say, you know, I kept going to shows and I made, you know, friends, made friends with people. And I, they asked me, like, so what was the first show? So I told them I bought it. And my friends were guys, you guys are crazy. I told them why. He said, we're from Detroit. We never go to Harpo's. They said, I told him, you know, why, why not? You know, it's a good place and just big shows and stuff. He told me, no, we don't go because it's shitty. Like, there's always someone stabbed, someone killed, someone, you know, she got shot. And I can't believe, you know, your dad stayed like six hours. We were just walking around the area, you know, and nothing happened to him. So I told him, yeah, it's all right. I mean, you know, I came from Baghdad, so I guess that's normal thing to do. You just go to shows and that's it. Definitely not a normal thing in America. Do you think if your dad, like if somebody uh, ran up to your dad and threatened to stab them, your dad would just drop his pants and jizz all over the guy, oh, make him on. run away, just oh, out of his homophobia. Uh, like, no, no, my, I, I wish my dad was that cool. No, you don't know. You it's wish your dad rough. was so he cool that you that. jerked off on random people like you. What if he jerked off on you one time? Would that still be cool? Do you want your dad's cum on your hands? Is that what you want? <laughs> Check your pants no, right now. No, not me. He would do it some some other people. Would you like, I, don't, I, I actually believe like he hasn't had sex in like th- I was like probably the last time he ever had sex one day you know conceived me or something. Oh, <laughs> I was about to say if you were the last <laughs> time he had sex, <laughs> there's a whole lot of fucked up stuff going on in your family. 
<laughs> but did he like it at least? Were you good? I don't know. <laughs> who was the top and who was the bottom? <laughs> Rob was still the top. <laughs> he came in just to make sure it was completely clear. Just so everyone knows. <laughs> poke, poke, the and he, out. he poked them both and left. He's just the designated top in all situations. I like that. Designated top. <laughs> Show title. That's got to be a shirt that you can buy. <laughs> all right. Uh, you, uh, we're going to let you go. Yeah. You, we're going to let you go. I like to silence the H. Can we get a dee 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 from you no, on your way out? Come on. For old time's sake. <laughs> For old time's sake. Just say salam alaikum. That's not as festive. Nah. <laughs> oh, it's ASA, I guess. That's like abbreviated version. Wait, what is? Oh, ASA. Because I see those, you know, uh, people, like religious people, they try to be cool. So instead of saying, you know, salam alaikum, they say ASA now. Oh. Which is like, you know, BRB and... JFK and I don't know. Oh. Yeah. Is there a web speak version of DDD? Yes. Stop saying that. It's so offensive. L L L L L L L L L. You just you just do it twice. Just go. That's it. It's understood. It's a short version. Either that or your CO two detector is going off. <laughs> Either way, it's a sound that means something bad's going on. You that's, should get the fuck out of there. That's what happened to Rob's computer today. <laughs> that we don't have the show good, yes, good quality. <sighs> oh, boy. <laughs> Rob's the computer heard the Sid going lee, 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 lee during the break. And, uh, <laughs> Sorry. That's what I said. ran away. It's my vocal exercise. If you see something, say something. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're going to let you go. Thank you for calling in. All right, thanks, man. All right, welcome. Thank you, guys. All right, get oh, out of here. Get out of here. Get it up. God, he's so great. We Do didn't you... even want him. Nothing. We didn't give him anything. He gave us so much. We can't want him. Yeah, we can't. You All right. Could, you could sing as James Hetfield. You can give him that. All right. Here, I, I actually do have the one link. Here it is. Oh, good. Ah! <laughs> Yes, we are Rick Rowan today. I know it's eight years since this was a meme, but it's still funny. We love it when we have some special guests call into the Metal Injection livecast, especially when one of those people is a personal friend. And such is the case with Brett Bamberger of Revocation. He's the bassist of the band and one of the nicest dudes I've ever met in the music industry. Uh, this interview was set up literally five minutes before the show started because our other guest backed out at the last minute. Brett is a great guy. He was out on the road with Revocation at the beginning of this Devil Driver tour. And we're hanging out, and he was telling us about all the naked happenings that happen when on tour with Revocation. Check it out. Who are you texting with, Rob? I'm texting Brett that we're going to give him a call right now. Oh, ooh. Brett from Revocation. We're going to get him on the line, find out his favorite ice cream flavor, mm. among other things. You know how to do it, Rob, right? Yeah, I got it. Uh, you don't put the number in there. That's your internet browser. I know. Relax. Just Google the phone number and hope something happens. Yeah. What is Brett from Revocation's <laughs> phone number? <laughs> Hold on, I'm uh, typing in the number right now. Revocation is on tour right now with Devil Driver and Whitechapel. Hmm. 
and fit for an autopsy. So we had somebody from Whitechapel a few weeks ago. Are we going to have all the rest of those bands too? Just to have the whole tour covered? Maybe. And then we could have somebody from Psyopus. Uh, they just announced a few dates, but they're not playing New York. I'm very upset. Really? Yes. Because if if they were, you'd get they're tickets and then not go. They're avoiding you. I it's would on go. purpose. He doesn't. He's avoiding them because he doesn't want them humanized. So we're calling up Brett right now. Revocation. It's in Boise, Idaho. Tour itinerary there at the knitting factory tonight. Hey, what's up, you motherfucker? All right, Brett. Thank you for uh, taking a few minutes to hang out with us here on the Metal Injection Livecast. How are you? Oh, do I need to watch my mouth, Rob? No, not at all. Curse like a sailor, if you'd like. Oh. To. All right, good. What's up, homie? Good, good. I'm here with uh, Noah, who you Hello. might have met before, and Sid, who you've never uh, met before. Hello. Hey, Noah and Sid. So glad you're here. Thank you. <laughs> us too. Yeah, uh, glad we showed up. So, what's Boise like? You're in Boise right now, right? Or you're on your way to Boise? Boise, yeah, yeah. I just, you know, took a stroll around the neighborhood. Everything seemed to be in check. There's actually a uh, Comic Con convention going on today, so there's a lot of outrageous maniacs dressed up with a lot of accessories and gears and outfits. Oh my Quite amusing. God. I can't even imagine what a Comic Con in Idaho yeah. would look like. That is Boise, Idaho. Uh, you need to take I could, pictures, I please. Uh, I could send them. Yeah, I could tell you what it looks like from sitting inside of Five Guys Burgers and Fries. It's pretty amusing. I'm sure most of the convention is probably in there with you right now, <laughs> getting their third lunch. There was, uh, well, re- I had since left, but uh, there was a, a good handful of people mm. snacking in these weird costumes. <laughs> getting ketchup all over their Doctor Who outfits. <laughs> Fucking jerks. Of course. Yeah, there's a lot of baby blue, a lot of oranges, so ketchup was not becoming on them, that's for sure. <laughs> Were you coming on them? Oh, come on. <laughs> no, well, I, I tried. I couldn't I couldn't work it up. My libido's been taking a hit lately, you know, with all the nitrates. Yeah. Uh, Brett, <laughs> Brett is the master of working out deals. He can do it like no other. This is, this is a true statement. The deal is something that I thrive upon. It's something that motivates. It's a way of life, as a matter of fact. Now, the tour is only about a week or so old. Uh, have you worked out any interesting deals so far on the West Coast? I, I worked out two deals uh, with free coffees. That's usually my, my go-to deal working out. Because, mm-hmm. you know, those things add up, and I'm, I'm, I'm fond of my coffee. So Now, you're... Uh, you... you can usually... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, no, I was going to say, you, you also work the merch booth, typically, right, with, uh, with the band? Um, I, I hung up my merch, my merch duties on this one. We got a cool guy, Josh Grobel, doing merch for us today, so I don't need to do any wheeling and dealing uh, behind those tables any longer I for see. this tour. So I was going to say, because if a fan wants to come up and work out a deal, what can they provide to Revocation to get like a oh, free like shirt? A bartering yeah, system? what kind of bartering does Revocation like? It's got to be something really tempting because. I don't like giving away products because I'm cheap. Mm-hmm. You see, so it's got to be either something. It's got to be something very amusing, like a simple drug won't do it. A simple drink won't do it. It's got to be something that the whole team can benefit from because, you know, something. It's well, all right. Here we're doing a one goof where we have this very large black dildo, and yeah. if uh, the fan was able to let us take a picture of it while they're sucking it. Um, I think our merch guy gave a free t-shirt away. Now, this is an idea we came up with, but it was funny, and 
I was like, you can give away a shirt for that if you want, dude. So if you're willing to take a photo with a black dildo in your mouth. <laughs> Rob is on his way. What if one of your female fans was willing to do something else with that dildo? What besides a shirt would she get? Well, we since took the dildo away. It wasn't a look that we were going for, you know what I mean? Because it was black, you fucking racist? <laughs> oh, absolutely not. It, the, the, the color of it had nothing to do with it. I think, uh, you know, just like the mere activity of it. Fair enough. <laughs> so where is it now? Uh, it's in the bottom of the merch bin. We still carry it. It's got a cool suction cup on it, so we like to throw it against walls and let it stick on things like that, you know? It's almost like a good luck charm, right? You don't want to... I don't it, want to get rid of it. It's a good, yeah, you don't, I mean, you got to pick and choose where you want to break it out. You just got to stick you know? it to the front of your drum kit when you're on stage. Brett's that would be something that. else right there. I'd like to get into that. Oh, and then any, anytime there's a little a uh, little uh, bass tap, the the dildo <laughs> like flaps a little. Yeah. <laughs> well, it comes out like a little, a little, uh, there's like a, we've got these elevators built under the stage and we kind of just bring it up. You know, kind of like from a, a lower level, and it, it rises, rises bring the base, <laughs> through the bass tap, and then a spotlight hits it, lights it up, and then when the tap solo is finished, they just lower it back down. <laughs> there you go. Sounds like money to me. You know, no one else is doing it. That's, I mean, and that's a look that I'm going for right there. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but if, if yeah, you... as far as deals, I don't know. It's got to be, it's got to be funny and something that we can all enjoy. I gotcha. If you want to call in and ask Brett a question, the number to dial 646-929-1357. Now, Brett, you know, after you play, I know know you enjoy to party. You're there to party, right? Uh, You know, I I dabble in the party. (laughs) Who who, who are your... Yeah, who are you partying with on this tour? That's my question. Partying with... Wow, I've been doing a lot. I've been hanging out with John from Rivers of Nile. We've been catching like a, uh, you know, beer. We're both fond of the, the fancy micro brews. We've been mm. seeking them out, grabbing a cocktail, you know, like, like gentlemen. And uh, later on at night, it's been, you know, throwing down with some local homies. I had, I was on antibiotics for the first 10 days of the tour. So that took a big, it took a big toll on my partying, to be honest with you. Right. Yeah. You don't want to party on antibiotics or maybe you do. Well, I mean, I mean, you do, but you just can't do it right. You <laughs> know right. what I mean? Yeah, I hear you. I've, I've, I'll make a statement. You can drink on antibiotics. I know it works. So, so uh, you started the tour in Denver. Was that a good idea? Did you get like super high the first day of the tour, or do you not smoke? Uh, there was, there was, there was smoke flowing, you know, throughout the whole ride. Denver is actually uh, my buddy Nick owns this brewery called True Brewery. It's T R V E, and it's a heavy metal brewery. And his beer is amazing. So I hung out with him, his lady friend Shayna, and we just ripped around town drinking craft beer and shooting the breeze. You know, the smoke didn't come into play until much later. A lot of dudes uh, on the package were eating, you know, marijuana chocolates, candies, things like that. Dudes were hella stoked because they could, you know, walk into a store and buy drugs. They were really into it. So The rumors are true. (laughs) Yeah. Now, uh, how what's the shower situation like for you, Brad? Are, are you taking showers? I know that before that was a big thing for you. I remember in previous. It's not one of my strong points getting wet. You know, it's I'm kind of like a cat. I would prefer not to shower ever. Yeah. So do you just lick um, yourself clean a like a cat does? No, actually, Dan, our guitar player, he hooks me up with That's, that. It's fucking teamwork. We, we right got there. a weird deal worked out. <laughs> Nothing weird at all about that to me. 
it's not all, you know what I mean? It's just a couple guys hanging out licking each other. Why it's be right. in a band if you can't have your bandmates lick you once in a yeah, while? That's... Like, what the fuck's the point? Yeah, exactly. I, my that's feelings right. exactly. Yeah. When was the last shower you've had? Do you remember? <sighs> Man. I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Awesome. It's been, it, no, you know, I think a few days ago, but I didn't wash my hair. Okay, I see. You can get the leave-in shampoo. Usually, I mean, if, if there's a hotel to be had, I usually like sleeping in the van because I don't like, I like, I like getting a nice night's rest without hearing four other dudes, you know, sawing wood all night. And uh, in your usually face. I'll just sleep in and then skip the shower, you know? Yeah, and also that's good that someone sleeps in the van to prevent robberies because at the first night of the tour, one of your tour mates, Rivers of Nile, got all of their shit stolen or like even on the way to their tour. Yeah, they, they got heisted right across the street from the venue before the show even started, pretty much. <laughs> on the first day of the bullshit. tour. Yeah. Oof. That's awful. Now, what happened? I mean, the, the neighborhood there is like, it's a funny neighborhood, you know? Nothing too wild. I'm, I don't feel threatened by any means. But it's like, yeah, you should watch your stuff. And I think what happened was the bus, one of the buses was parked right up in front of the venue, and the van was on the other side of it. So you could have literally, like, taken a shit on their windshield and took your time with it, and nobody would have seen you do it. Mm. The street doesn't get a lot of traffic either, you know? Yeah, that's a bummer. Are, are, did you guys sort of step up your own security of your van after hearing about that? Make sure someone's always there, get it locked? Well, we set a couple of booby traps, actually. Oh, really? How that, I yeah, mean, there's a. Are you like to there's like all the these. Oh, we got like probably about forty-five bottles of piss lining the inside of the door. So if you open it, the piss just dumps everywhere on you. <laughs> well, that's uh, if you watch uh, a Day in the Life of Revocation on Summer Slaughter and Metal Injection. One of the things you guys do is you just don't stop when you're driving from town to town. You just have these mass pull and spring bottles with piss. All different shades of yellow. I didn't know there were so many different shades of yellow. What about shitting? What do you mean? Well, you know, it's, you everybody keeps a different diet and a different fluid intake, so <laughs> it's variety is the spice of life, in my opinion. Shitting that, is hot so. bagging. That's you a good question. Are... Now, what if someone has to take a shit while you're in the midst of an eight-hour drive? What do you do? <sighs> It'd have to be an emergency. I remember... Uh, uh, I can't blow up. I can't blow up her spot. Uh, a certain relative of mine once shit in a coffee can on the way to take a final yeah. exam. Wow. Going you put, in college, you put kitty litter in. And it. she said it was like, yeah, she said it was a hell of emergency. So but like, if like somebody really had to to get business on, I'd, I'd have to let them do that. We'd figure it out later, you know. <laughs> That's twenty minutes you're willing to lose on the on the road. Yeah, it depends how big of a rush you're in, how bad they got to go. Right. You know, anything can be really worked out if we talk about it. So It's another deal. Yeah, I'm okay with that. You, go ahead, man. <laughs> All right. Let's take a caller question. Once again, the number to dial, 646-929-1357. Josh, all the way in Wales, has a question. Josh, hey, Josh. How's it going? going uh, yeah, I have two questions for you, Brett. First Hit one me. is, how's the new material coming along? Uh, the new material is uh, done. It's done and recorded and awesome. We we really like it. Right. I'm really glad to hear that because the last album was amazing. Thanks, homie. Appreciate it. Yeah. Second question is, 
who has the best looking penis in the band? Oh, uh, lately, get this. It's funny you bring it up because Dan just revealed a photo of his, and the head on the thing is gigantic. It's massive. So, I mean, that really, it threw us all back on the drawing board. The fucking thing is huge. So, uh, right now, he's got my favorite just because it's the newest one. Full boner picture. It's great. Now, Brett, you're you're known for not being shy with flashing your penis around. There are many people. No, no, you know it's you know you gotta you gotta enjoy yourself. You know? yeah, it's he, big and black and got a suction cup on the end of it. Of course, he's proud of it. <laughs> no, not not his dildo. Oh, his, oh, his penis. Oh, I got confused. <laughs> I'm different. sorry. The one on his person. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like your band in general, you're very, you're like a bunch of brothers. You're you're fine with just being naked around each other. Wait, what families are you hanging out with? Are just brothers it's, it's fine. slapping their cocks on each other. What movies are you watching? My around? family? I mean, well, I've, I've been going to the Naked Beach, you know, in New Jersey for quite some time. For me, it's quite natural. When I first met these dudes before I was in the band, like, I think I met Phil on the Metal as Art Tour when I was playing bass for the Binary Code, and I think the first night that we actually get to hang out and throw down and, you know, drink some beers, he and I, and I think Todd as well, all slept naked in a sleeping bag together. So there was kind of like love at first sight a little bit, you know? Was there any docking? Uh, well, I am uncircumcised, so I have the full ability to do that. Wow. You're the receiver. You know, I can make it, I can make it happen. So I'll, any takers, you let me know. Good to know. Good to know. Maybe the next time revocation comes around. Rob's going to bring his sleeping bag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. You can do that. Or maybe we can work out a docking deal at the merch table. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> awesome awesome and I, I don't want to blow up anybody's spot but i remember the last time i saw you guys you were adamant about showing me photos of you and another member of the band naked teabagging a guy uh, on your crew who was passed out drunk <laughs> they know you so well Rob. and i was like hey that, this is what i came are, to see there are photos in circulation um you know all i'm saying is I think everybody listening should go check out the band Hammer Fight. They're great. <laughs> and basically, the, the moral <laughs> of the story is don't get so drunk that you pass out around revocation because they will teabag you, right? Well, I mean, he passed out midday. We had to put that dude to bed at like 7 o'clock at night. Oh, you can't, you can't you know, we're, we were actually We were out in a business meeting. We come back, and he's upside down wasted. We're like, what the fuck happened? So... We took him up to the room, we got him naked, and, you know, we took some photos. We made a photo shoot. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> well, Brad, thank I'll you so much. over for reference. Yes, please. <laughs> we'll post it on the livecast page. We'll blur out the faces. No, we won't do that. The Absolutely. faces are already blurred out because there's balls over them. What are you <laughs> talking about? You don't need to blur anything. <laughs> All right, well, Brett, thank Good you stuff. so much for uh, hanging out with us for a few minutes. That was awesome. You can catch Revocation out on the road with Fit for an Autopsy, Rivers of Nile, Carnifex, Whitechapel, and Devil Driver. You guys are in Boise tonight at the Knitting Factory. Tomorrow in Spokane. Tuesday. Spokane. Come on, Whatever. Man, Rob. Tuesday in Seattle at El Corazon. That's good. And then you, uh, Absolutely. Head, you head to Canada. Calgary, Alberta. Yeah, should be fun. I'm looking forward to it. You know, it's been a great tour. Thank you guys for giving me a call and hanging out as well. It's, 
anybody listening should come check out the tour package. It's it's a really, really good time. So It's, it's a fun come tour, a lot of great bands. We want to play some Revocation off the last song. By the way, uh, any timetable for that new record? And any idea when it's coming out? I can't say exactly right now, but you'll be seeing it soon. We got a lot of great, exciting news coming up that we're all super pumped on and you know really grateful about everything. So cool. keep your eyes peeled. Sometime this year, though? Uh, I, I think I think that could be a safe bet to say, you know. Okay, Just cool. Everyone stay tuned. It's the Metal Injection Livecast mixtape. Quick reminder, follow us on Twitter at MI Livecast as well as on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash Metal Injection Livecast. We will be back with a new episode next week. It won't feature Noah because she's going to be in Israel, probably at another ammunition museum. I don't know. But we'll be doing an episode. It'll be a fun time. I'm working on getting a special guest. As always, we love hearing your mashups and mixtapes. So if you feel like making one, perhaps of this mixtape, Send it over, hate mail at metalinjection.net. Moving things right along on this mixtape, this next segment, uh, when I listened back, it, uh, it was a little hard to listen to because there was a bit of bullying in here, but same time, I feel it's a bit warranted as we talk about a, a certain member of the, uh, the metal world here in New York City uh, who uh, has some Yelp reviews that feels he's a bit more entitled to things than he should be. Here, here's Ken Pierce's Yelp reviews. Do you know who wasn't watching Dan and who was by the bar who? at Best Buy Theater? Ken Pierce. That's right. Oh, really? Yes. Ken the joke Pierce. was finally accurate. Ken Pierce was there. Ken, okay, I didn't realize how tiny Ken Pierce is. You, did, uh, you for, didn't. You met him before. I First know, of all, but, he's at mouth but it's to neck level dark. for you. I want to say I've something. I've always oh, just okay. met him like in the dark. So it was very well. <laughs> Speaking it was very, of glory holes. It was very, no, I mean like <laughs> while we were watching bands, he would come up to me. But um, He was watching you. So it you was very well band. lit by the bar. And he's t- he's way shorter than me too. Like his his forehead is like where my neck starts. Yeah, he reminds me of um, uh, Seth Green. Eighty percent of his body weight is leather jacket. Yeah. <laughs> it's mostly leather jacket. Uh, so you didn't. I don't know if you did notice this or you didn't notice, but so we came out to the bar area in between bands, and you were talking to somebody, and. I noticed Ken Pierce notice you. Oh, he! Ca- I saw from the corner. I tried yeah. not to make eye contact. And he's like, oh, I have to go say hi to everyone. And I was between you and him, so he said hello to me first. <laughs> and he goes, and I quickly Robert, you're such around. a great rapper. You're such a great rapper, Rob. Robert. Oh, he heard the song. Uh, yeah, he heard the battle rap. And then he goes, I thought that was very funny. Now stop with your fighting. And he raised his voice at me. And I'm like, it's just a joke. Calm <sighs> down. Uh, and then he was dying to say hello to you and give his sexual harassment smooch to you. Nope. And just, you were so good at pretending to be in conversation. And then, yep. and then other people came and we were having a conversation with them. And then he, he kind of had this awkward like, oh, am I staying? I'm going to leave. <laughs> yeah. And so that was so then, Well, then he started talking to another group of people. And, and I, I couldn't believe how many people eye. he knew there. Like so many invalids. <laughs> yeah. Well, look at what show you were at. Oh. It's like 80s. Early '90s people, it's like old men. <laughs> it was definitely you an older probably crowd. Probably two of the youngest people there that weren't like there with their parents. That's you know what, what Noah said. You know, yeah, 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 that's an observation I made. I told Rob, I was like, "Wow, Rob, for once, I am not the oldest person yeah. in the room." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then, speaking of Ken Pierce, Darren, you have a great Ken Pierce story. <laughs> uh, I don't know if it's a great story, but we stumbled across his Yelp account. Uh. 
And there are a lot of funny things like on that. 90 reviews on there. <laughs> he's just very, incredible. He's a very adamant blogger. He has an blogger. amazing amount of time to review. Like, he reviewed things like McDonald's, one Dunkin single McDonald's. Donuts. What does Ken Pierce do for a living? Like, what's his real job? It he's a journalist. That blog. I think he he's He makes money off of piercing metal? I don't think so. Really? I don't want to. Is he in your ad wanna. network? He's not. <laughs> oh, Come on, Rob. Give him a hand. Up. I don't even think he has enough uh, hits to like. What was the last post on his website? Let's see how up to date it is. Maybe it's a review, and he's talking about how he saw you guys last night. Uh, well, I, and how good the new Inquisition is. I feel so bad. <laughs> I feel so bad talking any sort of specific shit on him because I don't <laughs> want it, want him to hear it. But doing an impression of his voice. That's totally fine. fine. Why do you care if he feels bad? I don't know. It is sort of like we're the cool kids in high school picking on the geek. Yeah, like he, he does he sort of. Doesn't. The thing is, though, me and Darren don't know him at all, and yeah. he he wouldn't know us from anyone. So yeah. it, it's fine for us to do. it. You two actually have to well, interact with this guy. So he hasn't like, really done anything to like. He's, I, oh no, it's no, just being himself. Yeah, we're assholes in this case. We but are, I'm, assholes. but I'm always an asshole. So that's yeah. fine. So his last, his recently added review was for the Arch Enemy single War Eternal, uh-huh. and that was on April 29th. Okay. Before that, his review of the Paul Stanley autobiography, Ugh. April 8th. What did he think of that? Does he do like a star system, Let's numbers, see. percentage? Wait, that's his website. By the way, his website looks like a GeoCities website. It uses tables, which... <laughs> he is the table. <laughs> he probably gave that a good review. <laughs> With Pierce, I love that. First of all, he writes written by Ken Pierce, copyright 2014. Yeah, right. Uh, with Piercing Metal being an online site as opposed to an offline site for nine years now. Hey, there was a period in time where he couldn't pay the bill for GSA, <laughs> so it was offline. And featuring what can only be described as a ton of kiss related postings and review articles <sighs> among its content. I think it doesn't take a rocket scientist to know that I was going to head over to the Barnes and Nobles in downtown Manhattan the moment that they announced the Wait Kiss a minute. Zone. Did he not review that Barnes and Nobles on his Yelp also? There's like cross-promoting Two now. birds, one stone. Yeah. Hmm. Convergence, Rob. You should learn Loves that Loves that band. Him. Yeah. So he to spend time talking about the traffic. <laughs> Two Barnes and Noble? Yeah. Is this, wait, is this on the Yelp or on? On his website. (laughs) He's reviewing the actual bookstore. Oh my God. He's basically reviewing the meet and greet. It's not even reviewing the book. Awesome. Uh, Let's see here. What's the last sentence of the review? Go out and get the book. All in all, I really I will enjoy do, <laughs> I will do my best to get the review, the book reviewed ASAP, so please keep a watch out <laughs> so for it. So he wrote a pre-review of just the purchasing <laughs> well, experience, yeah. and then once he's done reading it... He, uh, people depend on his reviews. If he can't get it out no, of no, time, no, no, he no. has to... He goes, I rushed to get this online the following morning because I wanted to stress to readers that Paul would be signing the book at the Staten Island Barnes & Noble later on this evening. And this is where I went the last time when there was a KISS event and they had a whole different set of criteria. I don't know. So basically he was warning his Staten Island readers to go out and get the book. Could you do me a favor? I'm guessing you have his email address once a day for the next month. Could you just email him asking if he's finished reading the Paul Stanley book yet? Because <laughs> you need to see the review. I, I, it's like, I, I have friends at Staten Island. They need to know what it's like. 
Please. God. Can I read one of these reviews of his? Sure. From Yelp. Well, it's copyrighted. Oh, Yelp. The most okay. disturbing is that like half of them are places I've been to because I think he lives in my neighborhood. <laughs> this, well, this uh, one's in the East Village, okay. Alphabet City. Okay, good. What's okay. it called? Uh, Mercadito. Mm. A Mexican restaurant. Oh. Uh, okay. I wonder if he uses a Spanish phrase in it. I visited Mercadito for the very first time the other night and had to say that the whole experience left me a little discontent as it ended. I was joining in on a birthday celebration for a friend, so it was going to be a massive dinner party gathering. And those always trouble me in the financial sense, since there's always going to be someone who doesn't cover themselves, much less toss into the mix for the birthday celebrant. Stay the fuck <laughs> home, man. I'm never inviting yeah. you to a birthday party again, Kim. The fuck? Jeez. You can't throw in a couple of bucks? That said, I did find the place a little tight to be in with a group like this. We were seated downstairs and to the side since there were more than ten of us. That's because uh, his leather jacket is so bulky. Just take <laughs> it off, yeah. stupid. <laughs> really, it was just him and one other guy. <laughs> A little crowded. Oh, let's be honest. It was just him. Yeah. <laughs> but oh well. his jacket. He in a, just in a crowded restaurant. He just booked a table for ten so he could be secluded to read the Paul Stanley book. <laughs> he needed to be in a very solitary environment. I want to be at the library, but a library that has burritos. How can we make that happen? I ordered a frozen strawberry margarita mm. and was told that they don't make those, which was annoying since I just love that particular drink. Was it on the oh menu? Does he just show up at places and order random <laughs> things without like, sight unseen? In a place that serves this kind of food. From there, I went, I went with a regular light beer. There were no chips or salsa on the table. And when I inquired about this, I was told that they cost extra to put them there. Really? Maybe I've been spoiled, but yes, <laughs> I had never experienced the need to pay for a few bowls of chips and some salsa before. It was probably like a God, dollar. Could you like imagine like, the, the group that he was with, how they felt like at last? He's like ordering non-menu items and demanding free shit. <laughs> yeah. That's They're so all trying to celebrate somebody's birthday. Oh my and he's got his pad out. And you know, he's also like, I ordered your gift. It just hasn't arrived yet. I'll Next time I see you. <laughs> but I wrote a great know, review of it. Fucking shit. I reviewed your gift. I just don't have it. He's like, it hold on, I have to take notes yeah. for my Yelp yeah. review. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Once I finish oh. reading this Paul Stanley book, I'll totally give it to you. <laughs> I yeah. just, it's for my website. Gift. Maybe times have changed. So the group ordered some, but also their guacamole, which came in a number of different styles. This was very tasty. For my own main meal, I went with a kind of chicken tacos. And since there were three of them, I assumed they would be left full. I assumed that I would have some nice rice, beans, and light greens with my dish. No such luck on that stuff. Wow. And when the- so he doesn't read the menu I'm taking. <laughs> because garnish critic, This is man. all stuff that would be noted in the menu. What a negative Nelly. He just shows up and assumes he knows what kind of stuff they have. Yeah, it's just every... Out. Oh, this is a Mexican place. I've eaten Mexican Do before. Do you have a crunch wrap? <laughs> All Mexican places have gorditas and crunch wraps, right? Give me one of those. Or a, Doritos or a Loco. Taco. Yeah. The, the best part's coming up here. <laughs> uh, dessert was initially this kind of tasty, sticky cake with some ice cream on it that went to the birthday girl, and then she insisted on everyone digging into it. I admit it was very good, but I am not a fan of this kind of sharing. Sorry. I am fussy every now and then. So again. now he's criticizing. Wow. The- <laughs> Wow. What does that have to do with the restaurant? restaurant? <laughs> <laughs> he's 
just like critiquing his friends. This, this is actually a critique of my friend sharing her. Yeah. I just want to say this person who invited me to her party and shared her dessert <laughs> was totally wrong. She should have clearly ordered one for all of us. Do you think that sentence has ever been uttered before in humanity, in the history of humanity? <laughs> I am not a fan again? of this type of sharing. Can, can you read that, that part again? We, we need it again. Wow. Dessert was initially this kind of tasty, sticky cake with some ice cream on it that went to the birthday girl. And then she insisted on everyone digging into it. I admit it was very good, but I am not a fan of this kind of sharing. Sorry. It sounds even worse knowing what's coming. Maybe the restaurant didn't give them utensils and they had to use their hands. Maybe that's what he meant. If that's what he meant, I would agree. I wouldn't want to share it, but I don't think 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 so. Forks and knives were not included. (laughs) When I inquired, they said it was extra. I am not a fan of germ sharing. Sorry! Okay, check time came, and since I knew my dish and beverages ran about $20 in total, I tossed in $30 to give some extra for the friend, but the overall price itself was staggering. I think it was almost $500 for the 10 or so people. Stag- so that's $50 a person. <laughs> Wait, so he only put in $10 for his friend's meal, but what about tax and tip? Yeah. That definitely was not like uh, chicken tacos and a drink and, you know, sharing the guacamole. And the salsa. And salsa (laughs) and stuff. Like, that's not putting. Yeah, exactly. He's not at all putting towards all the shared appetizers, the dessert. Yeah. Also, if it's it's $500. It's like 50 bucks a person. That's 50 bucks. That's not $30 a person. One of us needs to create a Yelp profile to just like reply and be like, I am the friend in question. And don't worry, Ken. I'm never inviting you to another one of my parties. Can you reply? Can you reply? Oh, yeah, I think so. Right? I think so. I don't see a link here where you. You can reply, but maybe you can. I don't know. Or maybe you have to be a member. Yeah, I think so, probably. Okay. Uh, I I think it was almost $500 for 10 people. And I really didn't see anyone doing anything that expensive around the table. Part of me felt that they included the maximum amount of tip in advance. Some places do that. that. I guess that it was earned, since there were many of us to contend with. (laughs) Dis- uh, <laughs> and it's, that's what people when it's a party of six or more yeah, the tip is on the two. Yeah. Yeah. it's Dis- easier that way is this his first time in a social gathering it oh no be. I'm <laughs> sure there's plenty of other Yelp testimonies about other social gatherings he's attended so, and uh, then I, I bet like after this he's like I wonder why these people never invited yeah. me out again <laughs> like oh maybe because you bitched every step of the way <laughs> he had his pad out with a pencil and was writing down <laughs> notes for his Yelp review later oh my god uh, well, that's a dedicated journalist right there yeah yeah, Rob. 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 <laughs> Where's your notepad? That's it. In his Yelp profile, in his about, he writes oh my metal God, journalist. Right, there's a whole profile. As I said to Rob, see how easy it is to be a journalist? <laughs> there he is. He's a journalist. What's stopping you? Should I finish his, yes, his summary? Is this is the, oh, yeah, the yeah. best part of the show so far. Despite my reservations, my friend really enjoyed her birthday, which I guess is all that mattered at the end of the day. <laughs> But for my dollar value and experience sake, I will not be returning here at all. Good. How many stars did he give it? This was two out of five stars. I bet. The food portions were too small, and everything you asked for was an extra charge. And there was not the kind of drink I like, and no Wi-Fi on top of horrible reception to the device itself. Why don't you fucking enjoy the company that you're with? You You need to write the review in real time, man. People oh have to know. God. God. He's this and wh- while he's drinking his non-margarita, that he also. Ordered. 
Since when is Wi-Fi a right in a restaurant? I understand if it's a fucking coffee bar. It's a restaurant. You're not owed Wi-Fi at a Mexican restaurant. Also, this dude's 800 years old. How does he know what Wi-Fi even is? <laughs> He's like, I was in the midst of a piercing metal review of my yeah, kiss book. Like, Slow down, Dad. Constantly ah, chew your food. Piercing metal. I lost everything. Oh, everything I wrote for the last hour was gone. Can we read his post office review? I bet that's awesome. Yeah, let me yeah. finish this up because there's more. Oh funny my god, stuff. there's still more. more? Yeah, no Wi-Fi on top of horrible reception to the device itself. As someone who likes to tweet and log into the social nets, capitalized social and nets. Uh. From each place he goes, oh. this added to the nay factor for me. Yes, some Yelpers seem to love the place, but there are others who appear to share my views. Good luck to them and enjoy it if this is your place. Not for me. Good night. I'll oh hit God. any of the Mexican spots uptown or near Union Square the next time I'm sitting right, and it. seeking this cuisine. It's like he got progressively angrier and angrier over oh, nothing. Oh. By the end, he's like ready to light the place on fire. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to find the Where's the post office one? <laughs> Somewhere in the middle. Okay. <sighs> what a penis. <laughs> Can we get him on the show, Rob? No. Just to, no maybe way. this could be like a weekly feature where he reads a Yelp review and we like record it, put a little music underneath. <laughs> maybe just have like an answering machine where he can call in and read the review and then we could uh, play it back and laugh about yeah. it. It's a, I found it. This is amazing how much he wrote about the fucking <laughs> post. Oh my God. <laughs> Two stars. This is my Wait, local. I'm sorry. One second. Where is the post office? Which post which office? One? Fort <laughs> Hamilton Bay Ridge. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. Really close to said. This is my, probably my same post office. This is my local P.O., and I have no other nearby choice for it. That's what a post office is. All right. Uh, for the most part, my view of this establishment is 50-50, <laughs> meaning half the staff are helpful and attentive, while the other half are just going through the motions. <laughs> They don't oh, love it. They're not, the they're not yeah. in the postal game for the love of it, man. They're not passionate about the minimum wage job that they have. It's yeah. better than minimum wage. Slightly better. I mean, come on. After taxes. It's not blogging, but it's not yeah. bad. It's no piercing metal money. But go on. The change in hours of operation a while ago to 9 a.m. really compromises its use, and as a result, the lines build up. The main reason here, the main problem here is even with the later opening, they still do not put sufficient clerks at the window. And you can expect to lose a good half an hour just for a simple packet. Has he been to any post office? This is every post office. <laughs> yeah, forever. Yeah. Wait a Always. minute. Always. A lot of what I must mail out are Amazon orders? Why? Because he has a label, right? He probably sells promo CDs that he gets. Oh, I bet. Ay, ay, ay. Managers seem to require their staff always run through a menu of purchasing options. And even if Why you doesn't say, he just do it online? If, he, if he's really serious about shipping, get a Stamps.com account. Yeah. And like you won't have to go. Don't you see the ads, Ken? You don't have to go to the post office. But he's already out at the restaurant. Library? Can you Wi-Fi a Stamps.com? <laughs> Does the restaurant have a printer? And a yeah, and this, and this restaurant had no Wi-Fi, no printing service, <laughs> no. Fa I they wouldn't mail this package for me. I tried to get a Italian fax, place. and I couldn't get it at the restaurant. They were being very rude. This post office had no strawberry margaritas. <laughs> they didn't know what I was talking about when I said I wanted to check in on Foursquare. <laughs> I had to check my social nets. <laughs> oh my god! Just more of the same. Oh, I feel so sad for him. But yet you won't even talk to him or kiss him. 
No, no. I, I just can't. I'm sorry. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, Susan. Oh, you want me to finish that? Is there just, any more? Yeah. It was just more of the same thing, but yeah. I'll, I'll get read a little of it. Let's see. Uh, recently, I was scolded by a staff who said my oh. packet... Packet? Isn't it package? Yeah. yeah. My packet did not merit media mail. And I said that it indeed I am a, did. I own piercingmetal.com. <laughs> it is media... That's what he thought the media. He was probably was. packing a fucking heavy ass like three CD media mail. There's a weight limit on it. That's why. <laughs> okay. So it's, it's probably. But go on. I just realized maybe his wife. I mean, his phone service didn't work because he was trying to access his shitty site that's so clunky. Mm. Maybe all the, so much data had to be transferred. Uh, she didn't seem to understand her own process and lined out how she did since she worked there. What? I don't understand what that means. I suggested that she look into it because I was correct while she was not. <laughs> Fortunately, my items do get their destinations safe and sound. And the main issue is in the time management of the processing. With nine windows and one APC machine, it should not take you over 30 minutes God, to get he, out of there. He seems like the worst customer in the world. It's oh, like God. the fucking uh, Yelp account of the comic book store guy from The Simpsons. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Worst post office ever. Yeah. Did you read the Radio Shack one? The fact they reviewed a Radio Shack. <laughs> oh, my it's on page one. one. Yeah. Those still exist. You'd probably <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, why are you at a radio? The second he stepped out of it, they f- shuttered it. The only the time, end. like, in the last five years that I've ever been to a Radio Shack was when that my hard drive failed and I needed a Firewire cable. And that's the old... And you had to pay, what, $75? It was $20. It was ridiculous. It's for a $3 cable. <laughs> yeah. Which page is it on? I don't see it. It's on the, it was on the first page. Which page? It's, oh, okay. it, it's the one that's under the Wiz review. <laughs> Wait, the Wiz? It's right under yeah. the McDonald's review. <laughs> Next to the King's Plaza oh, review. Uh, the McDonald's review starts, as another Yelper has already said, this McDonald's mini branch, so to speak. <laughs> Just so what? snarky. So to speak? So to which, speak. Which McDonald's is this? In Bay Ridge. Yeah. On 3rd uh, uh, Avenue? Thir- yeah. Okay, I was right by there yesterday. <laughs> it's not mini anything. That's a big ass McDonald's. That means that you McDonald's. live near Ken Pierce. Yeah. <laughs> so it's right. Did you find it? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I recently went into the new location for Radio Shack to peruse its <laughs> offerings. And like many Yelpers... Who offerings? Are right? What is there like to three things? All it is is wires and then cell phone. That's yeah. all he, there no, is. He just went there to talk to someone. This is the, the one person... have to talk to he you. He goes to Radio Shack to browse. <laughs> like, like, no, I'm just looking. No, 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 I don't need any help. I'm good. I uh, kissed the, the sales associate on the neck, and she was very upset. <laughs> when he goes to the associates, oh, I'm just looking. Their response is, for what? <laughs> Three and a half inch floppy. <clears throat> what, what do you need? Got a tandy in the back for you. And like many Yelpers have often found the original location a stressful experience based on any number of options. Staff disinterest, lack of the product needed, etc. He's this so concerned is, with how into it the fucking people at yeah. these terrible, mind-numbing jobs are. Mm-hmm. Well, I say to a certain extent, I feel like there should be a minimal level of respect involved in a transaction like that. But he wants them to do fucking cartwheels. Yeah. You know? Which is ridiculous. No. But, uh, 
They took over a space next to the mobile store, and it's pretty much half the size of the old space that they held for just over 40 years a block further up. Yeah, because there's no more need for Radio Shack yeah. in yeah. society. They're closing like hundreds of stores. <laughs> the smaller size allows for more concentrated product, and they had a lot of cool and also some quirky stuff. Yes, they do the cell phones, but there are a lot of tablets here now and many name models. It's nice to have someone other than PC Richard alone to examine that stuff. <laughs> what? what? That's the only store How in about existence? the internet? <laughs> yeah. It Yelp doesn't work anywhere. Website, yeah. <laughs> he's still well, using he IE 1.2. He wants so to it's... play with the tablet. Like, not to defend Ken Pierce, but he's trying to play with the tablet before he decides if he can, if he wants to purchase something he has no right to afford. Right. <laughs> he oh, jeez. Why is he playing with tablets? And you were talking about us being assholes about it. He might be, have be like a trust fund kid. You're right. Well, yeah, you're right. But go on. Got a kick out of the Big Bang Theory USB drives. Oh, that, no. <laughs> these are the fun tchotchkes they have that he was talking They're about. They're quirky. That They're looked quirky, like yeah. the characters on the show. Oh. And since I'm a big toy nerd, I was super impressed to see the hex bugs on display. A 40-plus-year-old Re- man fully acknowledging that he is a, quote, toy nerd. Who else is? <sighs> Readers of my website adventures... <laughs> Already know full well about my love of this stuff from the toy fair. He really needs reader. Reader of my website yeah, adventures. Yeah, us. Mom. Yeah. Oh. The manager saw me logging into Foursquare. <laughs> I nailed it! Oh I nailed it! Which I told him would also go out as a tweet, and he was happy about oh. that. Since this was a new location and the store itself is very mm. bright and clean. Uh, I bet Ken Pierce was like you know, I own a, a, a highly trafficked metal website. <laughs> uh, a highly trafficked leather jacket. And I'm going to tweet. <laughs> I learned that this was a flagship store for the Radio Shack brand and hope that they find years of success in this new spot. There is certainly a lot more foot traffic directly across from Century as opposed oh. to the old space, which had a maternity place, a sushi place, and a law office on the other side. By the way, that sushi place would not give free yeah, edamame. Does he have a, does he have a link <laughs> to, <laughs> to those places, too, in reviews of that? They would not give me a fork. Only I could not believe the edamame quality. And then the lawyer wouldn't help me sue the place after I ate there. What the fuck? That I whole block is terrible. At the vegetarian restaurant, they would not give me meatballs with my spaghetti. <laughs> reviewed yellow rat bastard mm-hmm. i want to read one what? of his really good reviews like see how he raves about something oh yeah are there any positive reviews on there there's a few but i haven't seen anything where he's like out of his mind happy with something does he review metalinjection.net i want to see if i can sort by uh uh rating oh yes i can okay let's see no, his highest rated review is four. He doesn't give the old perfect review. He's not going to just throw out it's a five-star review, Darren. Yeah. He takes it seriously. Now, let me ask a question. On these reviews, I know it says the date. Does it say the time that the review was posted? Because I'm curious if he's like writing these at like three in the morning. Probably. Like just up all night getting it, it like multiple drafts. I'd like to know too, but it doesn't. <laughs> Damn it. It doesn't. So I have to keep refreshing the page to see when new ones show up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> keep your own log. So what what are some of the places that get four stars? Uh, the Bull Moose Saloon closed. <laughs> Galaxy Comics Two. 
Oh, Interstate Food and Liquor closed. <laughs> Anyone that gets a good review from yeah, him closes. Kiss of death. A photo tech repair service. Can we, can we? Do I hear that one? Yeah. He's a photographer. Yeah, Pro- that's his point. He's a camera. professional amateur photographer. I've been meaning to post this one, but forgot. Sorry about that. I will be brief and to the point. How long is this review? Uh, 18 pages. Yeah, it's a, <laughs> not that long. Last year, about after about three years of use, I found my Canon DSLR EOS not responding when I pressed the button to shoot. And he, well, he must have missed a lot of great photos. Yeah. That. Uh, mm. At first, I believe Take that... the lens cap off. <laughs> Stupid. You dumb fuck, yeah. <laughs> fucking Bay Ridge guy. Oh, no, this is New York. <laughs> you got the fucking lens cap on, you schmuck. Uh, at first, I believed something might be up with the lens, but since neither of my two worked, I decided to bring it into the photo tech shop near Union Square. The staff were friendly and gave it a quick look to determine that there was an issue and not some kind of accidental setting from me. They returned my bow. This is boring. I thought he was going to rave about it. Give us the last sentence. I'll be using these folks again should the need arise, and I have recommended them to others who follow this visual passion. At, at that birthday party at the Mexican restaurant, that's all he talked about. Yeah. It's like, I know, guys, if you have a camera, seriously, they're really friendly. Now we have a caller. Let's... Uh-oh. 631, you're on the Metal Injection Livecast. <laughs> Are you Ken Pierce? <laughs> 631. Oh, he hung up. I bet it was Ken Pierce. Isn't 631 a local no. area code? No. So. Uh, it's Long Island. Oh, is it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. See? Oh, my goodness. It might be Ken Pierce. Oh, Suffolk County. Yeah. Uh-oh. No. 631 is L of Long Island, I think. Yeah. It's okay. It doesn't matter. <coughs> Life goes on. Anyway. I wanted to see if he reviews a bar. Does he mention, like, going up to the girls or anything? Oh, yeah. yeah. But like it's, I, I can't find. They're all, like, about the food and the and what they serve and everything. There's not a the Lady Pierce? Mm, nope. He's, he's Did he say anything food? else to you at the show? No, that was that, I wanted to not talk to him as fast as Does possible. Does he not know what kind of cunts we are about him on the show? I don't well, know. Well, probably not if he's coming up to I us. don't think we're cunts. We report no, what this he is, does. He's cunty. What we've done today is sort of horrific. I totally find it awesome and hilarious, but in reality, it's it's pretty awful. <laughs> and he's probably if he would, were to hear this, he would cry. Listen, he put this on the internet. Yeah. It's true. Exactly. That is true. There's also no one-star reviews, by the way. Mm. He doesn't give at the bottom or the top. Interesting. <laughs> he's going to look at his stats page, and he's going to wonder why every couple of Sundays he gets so much traffic to Piercing Metal for some reason. <laughs> oh, he reviewed Casa Pepe. Yeah, he did not like it. It actually, I, I will agree, it's that? not as good as it used to be. It's in Bay Ridge. It's, it's in Bay Ridge, like all the way down there. near the water. Didn't they used to have a really horrible commercial? Yes. How did that go again? He, the guy said something in Spanish. I don't even said, remember. Casa Pepe, Casa yeah. Pepe. It was it was probably produced by the Grand Prospect Hall. Yeah, Here is the yeah. best line from this Casa Pepe review. After about twenty five minutes, my mother wondered where the food was, <laughs> and I had to agree. So I so checked. Telling. So I checked with the waiter with a smile, saying, "So where is everything?" Fuck you, gringo. His response was to point at customers who were there before us and a pair that arrived after and said. They're waiting on their food. They're waiting on their food. You're waiting for food. Wrong there both times. Yeah. 
Mr. Journalist. Uh, this was kind of abrupt, uh, abrupt and would have been better accepted with, the kitchen is very busy this evening. We apologize. Now he's telling them how to th- <laughs> yeah. talk. Yeah. It is true he's- that that place takes forever, though, I will say. And he goes, he goes, really, Casa Pepe? <laughs> Without a trip. comma, shouldn't there be a comma there? Really, comma Casa Pepe? Really, Casa Pepe? That's what he's saying. Yeah, really, really Casa is. Pepe? <laughs> yes, well, by is. the way that he talks, that's probably exactly what he's saying. It's Raw back hosting the Metal Injection live cast mixtape. That was painful to listen to on the third go around as well. Of course, send us your feedback, hate mail at metalinjection.net. Keeping things moving along. One of the biggest gets for me personally on the live cast was getting Adam D of Killswitch Engage to call into the show. Because when I, when I think about a guest that would be good for the live cast, it's somebody that has to have a sense of humor. Because, you know, our, our interviews on the live cast, they're not typically hard-hitting journalism. We just want to kick back and hang out with whoever is calling in. And Adam D. just did just that. He was a great sport. And he even revealed a few tidbits of news thanks to our good buddy Josh in Wales, which I learned not too long ago is not in Australia. Anyway, Josh in Wales got the scoop from him. Here's our full uncut interview with Adam D of Killswitch Engage. The great Adam D of Killswitch Engage. The what D. a segue, Adam. Thank you for joining us on the Metal Injection Livecast. You're on the air. Oh, Jesus. Can you hear me? Yes. Jesus. Oh, great. <laughs> I want to remind everyone. Oh, dude, there's a wicked, wicked delay, though. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, no, we're, uh, we're not feeling it. It's just on your end. It's all right. We'll talk slow. <laughs> this will be the most confusing interview ever. Yeah, we want to remind everyone that you can call in and sure ask will. Adam a question. Last thing I want to do is hear my own voice talking back to me. <laughs> oh, my God. It's like a nightmare. Oh. The number to dial 646-929-1357. Adam, I think your voice is heavenly. Ooh. <laughs> you you are a very confused man. Aren't you? <laughs> uh, you guys are on the road. You're playing some shows, right? Uh, are you playing like these monster energy festivals that have been happening? No, no, none of that. None of those mon- monsters or energies or nothing like that. No, no, no. we're doing um like the radio festivals, uh, kind of uh, scattered all over the Midwest and whatnot, and then uh, doing our own fill-in shows here and there. Uh, you know, keeping busy, doing all that. Now, uh, when you play these radio festivals, I got to think you're playing to a bunch of fans that probably haven't seen Killswitch before, believe it or not. And when they see you, most of them have no idea who we are. <laughs> it's pretty funny. <laughs> now, do you still rock the Daisy Dukes when you play? Uh, uh, confusing Midwesterners all over the country. <laughs> uh, well, I, I have to wear the least amount of clothing possible on stage because of the uh, the amount of sweat my body creates. It's pretty. Um, pretty incredible i actually sweat out my guitar my uh, my wireless pack and my ears last night because the club was really hot and then the uh the stage becomes a hazard because it's pretty much just a slip and slide <laughs> has, has has any of your equipment ever malfunctioned because you sweat so much yeah, all the, uh, last night, oh, all oh, the time, actually. Yeah, that's what you were saying. Yeah, we have to like change out the electronics and my guitars all the time. It's ridiculous. Have you? Do you have some sort of condition? Have you gotten this checked out? I don't, I don't know. I'm just some sort of filthy beast. I don't know. 
I think, I think somebody should just put me down, put me on my misery. It's disgusting. <laughs> or you can just get Botox shots in your yeah. armpits. <clears throat> my friend got those, and they didn't that's, take That's right. I, <laughs> that's the stuff that makes your, your lips swell up, and you look like Angelina Jolie, right? Yeah. But, but you can but be, stop it, sweating. But, you, but, if you, but if you install it in your armpits, then you stop sweating. Yeah, yeah, from your armpits. You get Angelina Jolie lips on your armpits. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Give me a kiss. You have some pretty, pretty sexy armpits. I'd have pretty sultry, thick. I'd have to get both of oh, yeah. it under my man boobs. I sweat a lot down there. Dude, if you get I those, all I, over. I, I'm, I'm going to meet you on the weekends and fuck your armpits. That's I'm all right. Sweating, you know. That's fine. <laughs> Somebody mouth, fuck, mouth fuck your armpits. That's somebody has. Yep. That's fine. Yep, that's, that's what they're for, right? You've never yeah. done that? <laughs> Darren has uh, MOV files on his laptop. <laughs> with lots of that going on. MOV? Yeah, you're old school. <laughs> Jesus. You like that higher resolution? RAR yeah. format. Oof. I don't know. Is it? I don't know. Who knows? I tooted a bit. All right, we have Did a bunch you? of callers. Uh, to ask Adam. We want some silly questions for Adam D. The number to dial 646-929-1357. El Duderino. Yeah. You're on the line with Adam. you got to lower your Hello, speakers. Hello, Adam. It is fantastic to, to hear that you're on the show. I'm a very big fan. I was wondering, how big, you were how talking big are about... You? Um, That's 10 inches of a big fan? No. Oh. oh. Do you weigh over 200 pounds? Um, 180, so I'm... You're not that big. Come 20 pounds. Yeah, I'm lagging me 20 pounds of being guy. a fan. <laughs> you get Anyways, my question, my question is, you were talking about doing radio festivals before. Have you ever considered of doing the CBS FM radio festival? <laughs> what? I don't even know what that is. <laughs> what is that? Help. Help, so, I don't uh, know. He's going for an inside <laughs> joke on our show, but it's... Uh... Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Sorry. You guys do no, I don't, I don't care where we play. You just point. I'm like a monkey. You just point me in the direction and I'll dance for you. That's pretty much it. <laughs> all right. You're all about the music. All right. Thanks for your question, El Dude Areno. Now, Adam, uh, what, do you prefer the, 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 the headlining shows or the festival shows, or you just want to get out there and play? You don't care. I much more prefer the, uh, the club shows, you know, somewhere where, like, you know, it's not uh, – you can't, it's not like a parking lot between you and the crowd. You know what I mean? I, I hate when like you have to. You know, I, I need my glasses when I don't have them on. I can't see the crowd, so they just look like this big, you know, swirling mess of colors and things. So I like it when I'm a little closer to the fans. You can actually interact with them, slap them in the face, and you know, Swear spit on them, them and rest bit. your balls on their in their faces. You know, that's, <laughs> totally. that's more like my speed. You know, Adam, when you're off tour, do you ever go to see shows, or is it just like another day at the office for you going to see bands play? Yeah, I, I don't. I just play a lot of video games. That's pretty much all I do. do or hit, work on my own music. Do you hit the yeah. gym? Do you work out a lot? Yes, I do. Do you ever? Think you wouldn't of... be able to tell by the by the trash bag physique that well, I. Well, do you want to get to the next level? Because <laughs> <laughs> I can get you a guy. Like Which level do you speak of? <laughs> well, if you want to break that plateau, bro, you gotta you gotta need a little assistance. You know what I'm talking about? You might you might have some weird feelings about your wife after this. <laughs> Not so positive. Oh, wow. This is very alienating wow. for poor Adam. I, well, trust me, though, I always have weird feelings about my life. <laughs> <laughs> So, so do do you do you deadlift? What what are some workouts that you do? I want I want to know what the Adam D workout routine is. Oh, like. 
look at look at you. I, I actually, yes, I, I've started deadlifting. Only like minuscule amounts of weight, but uh, it's, okay. it's really good for your legs and your hamstrings. Oh yeah, it right. is very a good. very testosterone building workout. Uh, if you oh yeah, I am shooting. I am mm-hmm. shooting up, boy. Let no, me tell it's you. A, oh, uh, just... squats and deadlifts are the most testosterone producing in your natural body uh, exercises. That you well, can... is this, is this a fact? Yes, yes. Dan's a lifter, right, Dan? Really? I, like, I like to go to the gym now and then. What in your voice? That's because his balls are shriveled so, to the size so of the nets from the You're saying the more I do, I do, I do these exercises, the more I'm going to get rid of my pizza tits? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> and you might grow hair in places right. you didn't have hair before. Sorry. I have hair pretty much everywhere already, so it's, it's going to be fine. <laughs> it's going to be fine. I had a question. Since uh, this is a very Jewy podcast, at least I know for a fact four of the five people in this room are Jews. I don't know about no, you. sorry, no? okay. Italian. Just I just have a big nose. Uh, but you know, I, but according to my research uh, on the internet, you are a member of the chosen people. Is that correct? Why? Why does everybody think I'm Jewish? I don't know. It's online. Was, it's everywhere I, online. It's really. Yeah. There's a lot of things about me online. I'm sure, but I'm definitely not. Uh, not. I was not raised Jewish. Uh, oh, I don't think man. there's anybody in my family that is Jewish. Uh, yeah. Not that there's anything wrong with that. No, no, no. They had a very Jewy name, so that also threw. What's me the off what's the uh, what's your ethnic background? Uh, let's settle it right now, and it, then we'll edit it in Wikipedia and cite this interview. Exactly. Yeah, it's it's definitely uh, I'm I'm Polish enough to get my last name. That's right. about it. All right. We were eating some some uh, Polish Russian cold cuts earlier. Wish you were oh, here. My God. Give you some. Ooh, delicious. Yeah. Bouge, little uh, let's, uh, let's Hey, get... I just looked you up, Adam, because I didn't know what you look like, and you're sexy as hell. Look at these sideburns. <laughs> uh, I, I got rid of those. You I did? Those when did more. you get did, rid of them? I did the ultimate give up facial hair. It's just all just all gone? face, I hair, had, I had, things. I was big into sideburns. All you can see in my eyeballs. It's yeah. all right. Like when I, when I first like, was able to grow facial hair, I was like super into the... The sideburns. Oh, it's a shame that you shave those off. Look, we're looking at pictures. It, it's it's so much work. That's the problem. Yeah. I don't just don't want to. That's why. I don't that's why I do the beard. Just got to do the beard then. No work. Never got to shave. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you shower. You towel. Then you spray a couple things on you, and you go on with your day. That's You're the good. way I like it. <laughs> All right, let's take a few more questions, and then and then we'll let you go. Josh, you got a question for Adam? Hey guys, what's up? Oh, it's Josh from Wales. Yes, it is. Ooh, what kind of whales? <laughs> Big ones. Ah, excellent. <laughs> my favorite. <laughs> so what's your question, John? Yeah, my, uh, my, my, cash, my question was basically, what's the progress on the uh, Supergroup album with Corpse Grinder? Oh, that's a good question. Um, we, uh, Corpsey is actually coming up for the first week of June to uh, hopefully finish uh, the vocals on said project. Oh, wow. Is that like Sweet. The, the Sweet. close to the final step to getting it completed, or is there more? To... Exactly, yeah. Just get the huh. uh, get the rest of the vocals down, and then uh, hopefully I'll get it mixed by... Uh, I think we have some time off in July, so I'll hopefully mix it in July and have it done by then and mastered. And uh, As far as the release date, I don't know, because there's lots of red tape with when, as soon as, you know... I think you can't release a record like six months after another member releases theirs. And I know a new Cannibal record's coming out soon. So it might have to be stalled up for a little bit, but at least it'll be done, you know? That's cool. That's something that a lot of people have been uh, looking forward to, myself included. Josh, you just broke a story. Yeah. Yeah. 
it's a lot journalism. of fun. I, I had a lot of fun doing it. Yeah. Good journalism, Josh. Yeah, yeah, great. You're doing a better job <laughs> yeah. than we are, Josh. Thanks a lot. All right, a few more questions. Derek in Tennessee, what's your question for Adam? Derek? Derek, this is this is you. Hello, Derek. Derek. <laughs> hey, what's up, Derek? Man? Hello. Derek. Hey, Derek. Can you Hey, okay, sorry, I'm out of touch the shitty service. Oh, we lost you, Derek. Oh. <laughs> All right, what's going on, man? Uh, my question is, what's up with the Tom's of Grace? Uh, that, uh, that is kind of on the uh, the back burner right now because we're so busy with this, this um, kill switch bullshit. So as soon as this stuff kind of slows down, um, I'm probably going to try to write some more music. And, uh, yeah, it's just another outlet and, you know, make it a little different than Kill Switch. But, how do, uh, yeah, how do you differentiate now? Because Jesse's basically in both bands. How do you know when a riff is like, oh, this is a Times of Grace riff, this is a Kill Switch riff? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's a little different now. I think we're going to have to separate it a bit more. The other record was more so just like, uh, you know, whatever it was, it was. Now I think it's more so... Like we're gonna kind of go on the uh, the the less more less metal more rock side for that project, mm, you know, since it already had elements of the the, the rock and roll in it. So, kind of keep the, uh, the the faster and more aggressive stuff for the Kill Switch project, and then maybe the more rock and roll stuff more for the uh, Times of Grace thing, you know. Yeah, that's cool. Earlier you were saying you played a lot of video games. What video games have you been playing lately? I I have uh, been addicted to the uh, the Donkey Kong series for the Wii. Oh, okay. So cool. I just got a. I got a Wii U a little while ago and uh, just love all the new Marios. And uh, I grew up on the original Nintendo. Of course. I just played all that thing like my entire, you know, adolescent, you know, life. It's just so all those throwback games I love. And, you know, like, that, like I was saying, that new Donkey Kong, that was a tropical freeze or breeze or whatever the hell it's called. It's freaking awesome. Have, I you, have you played I the new Super Mario it. Brothers? That game is ridiculous. It's, I feel like a kid again. Which one? The new Super Mario Brothers for Wii. Oh, yeah. It's killer. It's so yeah. good. The, the one for Wii U, yeah. Oh, I haven't played the newest, newest one for Wii U, but the, the Wii one, the it, one it's, before. It's, it. it's, yeah, I, I, I've already beat all of those. They're awesome. That's how much time I have on my hands. <laughs> well, you're on <laughs> tour. I need to get a goddamn job, huh? Thank God. <laughs> Start hitting what gym. else could you do on the road? You're you're sitting in, in, in a loaded yeah, a lot uh, of down tour time. bus. Yeah, read a book. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's pretty pretty true. You know, there's nothing to do except uh, do push ups and you know play <laughs> video games. You can That's start a blog. It. Pick up a fucking Bible, man. Come on, <laughs> truth yeah. is in there if you want to find it. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we we're, we're coming to the close of the interview. We were hoping you could pray with us, Adam, at the, at the end of the interview. Is that possible? <laughs> Especially now that you're so adamant about for? being Jewish. What what are we and who are we praying for? Hashem. What are we praying? For? Whatever praying? you want. You're the yeah. guest. You're the guest. Yeah, yeah. You lead the prayer for us. Uh, ooh. Okay. Um, <laughs> let's see. Thank. Uh, whatever almighty thing there is for uh, our, our days with pizza and beer and uh, hot young girls. Mm. And anything else you guys want to add? I, can I ask you a question? Adam? Hey, this is Dan. I have a question that I've always yes. wanted to ask you. When you go to the mall, who do you think has more, who, like, who, who's wearing your t-shirt more, like, Avenge Sevenfold or Kill Switch Engage? Like, which which shirt do you see more at the mall? Those are the oh, only definitely two. Definitely Avenged. You think so? Like, I think it's oh, like an even split for you guys. Like, whenever I go to the mall, Maybe kids it's are Staten either. Island. 
Yeah, I'm from Staten Island. Maybe really. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Well, where I where I live now, there's, there's everybody hates us. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. People egg my house constantly. And, oh, yeah, what's the address? Death, death, threats are, <laughs> death threats on my dog. Wait, do you really? It's just awful. Do you no, really? Not, not oh, okay. <laughs> you seem like an upstanding member of the community. Yeah. Why would people do that? Yeah. I see kill yeah, switching exactly. gay shirts all the time yeah, around here. Yeah, so do I. All the time. Yeah. Oh. You guys are huge. Awesome. Well, it's good to know that people kind of like us. That's good. <laughs> Excellent. Kind of making a career off it. Yeah. It's, it's, we're very lucky to be able to do so. Thank you, people who have T-shirts and... Staten Island or wherever yeah. island you in are. Brooklyn. What, whatever, whatever island you said. I'm sorry. Cool. Well, Adam, thank you so much for taking some time to hang out with us. Go Thanks see Killswitch Engage out on the road and pick up their new album, Disarm the Descent. We want to play a track off the new album. Do you have a favorite track for us to play? Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> whatever the shortest one is. It's so cold in the Duke Woods. I'm I'm a really bad salesman at my own product. I'm sorry. What, what was your favorite riff? <laughs> what song is the favorite riff of yours? Do you have anything like that? Uh, the one that happens the least. <laughs> yeah, which, which song are you least ashamed of? We're trying to help you, Adam. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Um, I I never listened to that record. I don't know. I, maybe um, Maybe there's, there's, there's some uh, riffs on the new Awakening. Maybe uh, is there a new botch? Is there a botch song that you like? Like help us out here. <laughs> like, what's your favorite Converge song? Much, <clears throat> I don't listen to much uh, noisecore. Mm. So yeah. What do you listen to? Yeah. What do you what, what, what do you put on if you're putting anything? Yeah, if on? there's something else you'd rather we play. What yeah. do you listen to at the gym? Oh, what's on your gym playlist? Play a decapitated song. Nice. Okay. <laughs> We will we'll play that after Kill Switch. Oh, we'll, we'll, fine. Okay. <laughs> so he'd be like, "Thank God, some real riffs." Adam, have Wait, you heard that? Uh, have you heard that? I hate God record. Do you like it? The new one? I have not heard the new one. Is it good? Okay, yeah, it's really gnarly. It's very, very good. <laughs> this is the first guest awesome. we had that shat on his own band, so Sid didn't have to do it. <laughs> Give me time. <laughs> but thanks again, Adam, That's and what I uh, do. Uh, thank yeah. you, Sir. This was a great interview. One of the, one of the most fun interviews we ever done. And uh, good luck oh. with the tour, and we're looking forward how, to, to. How that can I make up. it worse? How can I make it worse? What can I do? <laughs> do you want to uh, talk shit on any other bands? That's that would make it, it even better. Way better. Oh, absolutely not. Wait. I, I have no qualms with any other bands. <laughs> Except we're all friendly. I know what you could do. Talk about your influences and. Uh... Yeah, that's <laughs> a good way. To your, your, and your equipment. What no, no, no. That's, I, listen, it's it's. Our, I've already bored everyone enough. How did Let's you go. get your band name? <laughs> <laughs> Where does the name Adam D come from? What does the D stand for? <laughs> well, my name came from my parents uh, back uh, in 1977. And, yeah. Go on. Interesting. Yep. Cool, man. We're going to let you go. Drink a beer, play a good show. Have a good one, Adam. Thank you so much. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Take care. See you later. Adam D of Kill Switch Engage. Well, we're reaching the end of another fabulous metal injection mixtape live cast mixtape i should say and uh, maybe fabulous wasn't the right adjective there but i used it anyway that's one of the benefits of being the co-owner of metal injection uh, you don't really have to answer anyone when using the word fabulous anyway one band that's definitely not fabulous is lincoln park a few weeks back they were accused of narking on sublime well we'll get into it in this segment and then uh, the segment segues into perhaps 
the best tangent about Godsmack you will ever, ever hear. Take a listen. Speaking of uh, freedoms. Yes. Sublime's freedom to smoke pot at a festival was taken away from them (laughs) earlier this week. Uh, Apparently, the band uh, were narked on, allegedly, (laughs) by Linkin Park. I saw that. Because uh, one of the the guys in the band was allegedly allergic to pot smoke. I've never heard that before. That's That's not rock and roll. And so they call the cops on Sublime. And uh, when Sublime were on stage performing... The cops came and confiscated all of their weed. Ah. And smoked it all. How long ago was this? This was last weekend. And also their lead singer is still dead. I was going to say, isn't Sublime dead? Like, how did this happen? Well, they got, uh, they're Sublime with Roma now. And Roma or Rome. That sounds like a a scented candle. Yeah. Yeah. Sublime (gasps) with Roma. (laughs) Uh, What's funny. Rome. Uh, you're just a singer who sounds like Brad Noel, Ugh, basically. That's so sad. Just stop. Don't do that. Just let Glenn Danzig sing for your band or Michael Graves. Yeah. Or get a hologram yeah. of like Tupac yeah. and have him do that. Um, Rob's pompadour reveals that Linkin Park actually ratted out Rob and Darren to the cops that one time. <laughs> you oh, motherfuckers! Closure, finally! believe that and that at that uh, metal injection CMJ show that wasn't Shlomo the red uh, <laughs> Chester Bennington <laughs> this is the band with uh, this guy Rove yes sounds like a woman is this uh, Michelle and Degio Cello with Sublime <laughs> I feel like he doesn't really sound like him. Gotta be he sounds awesome. like RuPaul. Yeah, this is yeah. terrible. Someone in the chat's asking if you like uh, if you do not like the Misfits with Michael Graves. It's horrible. Well, oh, I, I knew song. the answer. It was like yeah. the citizenship. There's some I, good songs. I knew the answer, but I let you answer. The Dig Up Her Bones is a decent song, but no, just stop. You don't like what do you like less? Him actually being with the band like or the principle of it? The principle of it. Yeah. You don't mind like if they started that way, it you would have been mind all right. It would have been just another band. Yeah, but right. just like when, just stop. When everything about you is your lead singer, you can't go just it's so lame. I agree with like that. have enough respect for your musicianship that you could start something new and work off of that instead of like Right. Totally agree. Like when, uh, what was it, Judas Priest hired that replacement singer, right? Yeah. Ripper uh, Owens. Yeah, Tim Owens. Just don't stop it. Just be a different band. It's fine. The thing is, though, it's it's easy to say that as a fan, but from the inside perspective, you worked so hard to build this brand, and the value is in the brand. But fuck, if like, they change their band name, they're when not they going to make the same around money. in the garage. Were they thinking about their brand, or were they thinking about being musicians? Okay, but they're not starting around in their garage. They're fifteen Restart. years. They're Restart. fifteen years into their career. They you know, have you know the band Joy Division. Yeah. Joy Division. They were huge, mm-hmm. still beloved. The lead singer hung himself. Mm-hmm. They became New Order, a different band, and then they got huge that way because they had enough fucking dignity and self-respect and courage in their convictions to start over and know that they'd do well. So just do that. You can. It's been done. It can be done. Have the some, fucking, some bands don't want to do it. Instead of just being lazy. a glorified cover band. But also, the like Judas Priest, it's like the singer leaves, but... To K.K. Downing, that's like breaking the law. Also, as much his song. It's as not it is like Judas, Judas Priest with Ripper Robin. Owens is headlining arenas. 
They're playing I mean, shit shows anyway. Well, I mean, so Halford's back. Uh, ironically, Halford's back in the band now. Okay, that's fine. And now KK Downing is out of the band. Nobody cares about KK Downing. I'm just saying, none of those bands when they replace the singer are as big as they were anyway. So just be something else. Some bands get bigger. Killswitch Engage got bigger without when their singer quit. They weren't an arena band to begin an with. An arena band, you're saying? When you're that huge, yeah. Pantera. Well, when there's a brand, Killswitch Engage yeah. is not a brand. Pantera got Genesis. They became a different thing. No one knows. They became the... bigger money makers, but and at least they didn't hire a new singer. They just had the drummer sing. It was somebody who was already in the band. <laughs> And no Let's one knows the first, uh, the first singer of yeah. Pantera. They didn't get like a sound alike. Anthrax, I guess you can say. I don't oh, know. Oh, yeah. They, well, they, they were bigger, but they became horrible. Yeah. But, but one thing about that, they completely changed the way Anthrax sounded once yeah. they got a new singer. A lot of people prefer it, I feel. And also, I as I said, I, that's Anthrax was taste. never like fully just about their front man. Mm-hmm. They that's, weren't. Well, they were never Scott that. Ian. Yeah. But when, like, The Misfits mm-hmm. is dancing. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's different. Sublime was Brad Noel. Yeah. 100%. Otherwise, it's just a shitty ska band. Like, who well, cares? Well, for me, uh, for me, I, for the, in terms of Sublime, I feel like it's almost maybe in tribute to Brad and just because fans want us. They have all these fans that never saw the band. I mean, live. I guess, do they still give money to his wife and kid? I feel like if they, they did, did it, it would be wrong. Yeah. It would be completely wrong. Yeah. So I feel like they have to. But do even these. still, just name yourself something else and you go ahead and still play the songs, but you're not Sublime. But they don't call themselves, they call themselves Sublime with Rome. Oh, d- d- come on. It's just stupid. Then then you're like doing these fucking So it should be sub- Sublime without Brad with no, Rome. No, just be. Sublime without well, Brad is Just better. call yourself with Rome. <laughs> well, maybe that's not why sublime. they keep sublime so that the money goes to his family. It could still go to his family. But also, if it didn't have the word sublime in it, how would fans know that they're sublime? And there, is there not an internet where people get not that blogs? Buy a banneret on so, Metal Injection. So in, on the blog, it would be uh, with Rome featuring former members of Sublime or performing yes. Sublime covers? Sure. That's okay to do? Yes. Why? Because at least then you're admitting the pathetic thing you're doing. <laughs> Instead kind of, of are. Like, they're you know, saying sublime with Rome. Uh, I guess. Yeah, I don't still know. Admitting it's just, it. still sad. That's why, like, when Guns N' Roses, Axel kicked everybody out of the band. But he, the Guns N' Roses is pretty much Axel, so he right. kept the name, and they're still playing arenas. Mm-hmm. He was able to get away with that. But when you do it the other way around, it's weird. Mm-hmm. Like, if all the other guys went and formed a band and said, we're Guns N' Roses... It wouldn't work. See, they did. They called it Velvet Revolver. Right. They, and they but, did Which fine. is basically no, Guns N' Roses, like yeah. Velvet but Roses. With, but with a different Revolver name, gun. different songs, and they were huge. And they did, so a, they they did a GNR covers, and they did, did STP covers. Yeah. Hmm. Well, I never went to see them because I didn't really give a fuck. But, yeah. <laughs> but at least they didn't call it one or the other. They Guns N' Roses with, with Wyland. Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. Guns and Wyland. Wyland. Guns and Wyland. He's awful. That Would guy. that wait, Sid? That's an interesting point. Would Guns that be okay? Because it's not using the whole name. I guess Axel was the Rose part, right. so yeah. I guess they could claim the Guns part if they yeah. really wanted to. Yeah, L.A. Guns. That's yeah. where that came from. Yeah. yeah, I guess that would be okay. All right, good. So I have the Sid police. <laughs> I have the police report from the Sublime thing. Okay. Uh, and Did the police also think it's lame that they still call themselves Sublime? Is that mentioned? Uh, <laughs> that is not mentioned. <laughs> I bet that's why Lincoln Park really did this. It's like, fuck those guys. We're going to recall the cops in honor of Brad Knoll. So uh, I'm going to skip ahead a little bit. Deputy MD Salmon 
What? And depu- <laughs> Deputy... Yum. You don't need to know the names. Dobertine. Deputy Salmon swam upstream <laughs> to the Sublime concert. And I responded to the dressing room for the band Sublime. We could smell an overwhelming odor of, <laughs> of burnt marijuana. That was in, Harley Race was in the bathroom. Oh. In the hallway and approaching the door. The door was unlocked as we proceeded in. We noted there was nobody in the room itself. However, in plain room were several bags of marijuana. That's the band's fault right there. They shouldn't just leave their... That's how trusting they are. ...their ganja in plain view. I then contacted Sergeant G.R. Barger... (laughs) who was the supervisor at the concert. Lieutenant G.K. Anderson was also notified. I was directed by Sergeant Bargar to take custody. It says B-A-R-G-A-R. Bargar. Just pronounce it burger. Sergeant Burger. I just don't like... To take custody of the bags of marijuana and leave a card with a case number in the dressing room where the marijuana was located. So they could claim it? Yeah, and then I then took custody of the bags of marijuana, a glass pipe, zigzags, and several roaches that were used to smoke. <laughs> I pl- placed them into a found property at the San Xavier District Office. The marijuana mysteriously went missing Yeah, one hour later. Shocking that the band, whose every single song is about smoking marijuana, was caught with marijuana. Yeah. Great detective work. Where was this, by the way? What state? In uh, in Arizona. How fucking stupid that they needed a tip to know that a sublime show had fucking weed at it. For their part, Lincoln Park is denying it. Yeah. Okay, what's their story? Why didn't they just knock on their dressing room door and say, hey, uh, Chester is allergic to fun? Or how about like it. when they found out that they were going to be next door to Sublime, they're like, oh, those guys, we should probably ask to have our dressing room moved right. because we that. know they're going to be smoking weed the whole time Exactly. if that's an issue. Yeah. Well, because they probably didn't really have a problem with the weed smoke. They probably are just dicks. Yeah. That is the problem. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Mike Shinoda wrote that it's definitely not my style. Bummer it happened. Mike Kyoto, the referee? <laughs> and, uh, that they were at a meet and greet while they were on stage. Some people thought it was Chester Bennington that called the cops because Bennington uh, recently went to rehab. It's not going to be any of the members of the band. They're yeah. not going to actually make, they don't make phone calls for themselves. Are you kidding? That little fuck who was in rehab, what did he do? He looks like uh, he was Zantac or something. I, I think Too much caffeine? Coke and heroin. It really? Is. Yeah. He or looks pills, like, maybe. He looks like he has a lot of allergies. <laughs> the least interesting heroin addict in the history of heroin addiction. <laughs> yeah. Or maybe he was interesting before. Like, he was. He, now he just looks like Moby. You know what they did? A, the, the, one of the singles off their new album has a rap from Rakim on it. What? Yeah. So sad. Uh, who's that? The worst four? <laughs> I mean, I guess Rakim needs any exposure he can get. Well, he's not like, broke. I mean, they must have made a fortune back then. Uh, I feel I he's not so. low. He's yeah. working. He needs help. Yeah. Really. What does he do besides? He doesn't have albums out, right? I remember when Eminem had his label, he put out a Rakim out like solo album, like really? ten years ago or something. But Don't then I hadn't heard anything. That but yeah, sucks. Rakim does a verse on I think "Guilty All the Same." Let's hear that. It's a terrible song, and the verse is not great. When have we shied away from terrible music no, on this show? It's true. <laughs> yeah, "Guilty All the Same." That's their lead single. From the brand new Lincoln Park record. Is this a live version or something? No, this is how it starts. Jeez, it's not it starts like it's in a tin can and then it kicks it's into Metallica style. See, now it's like a real. Sweet anger out on the 
Jeez, I'm gonna. My lifestyle determines my death style. I don't think this is that bad. You're guilty of smoking weed. You used to love Linkin Park, didn't you? Yeah, I love that first album. It's catchy. I haven't listened to it, though, in at least 10 years. I caught you with a roach. You already know what it is. <laughs> Can you all explain what kind of land is this when a man has plans of being rich? What the boss's plans is wealthy. Building money scheme, a clean split. Nonsense to say, even corporate ends is filthy. Doesn't go to game and take the paper route. Only think about bank accounts, assets, and realty. Anybody's expense, no shame with a clear conscience. No regrets to feel free. The claim that ain't the way that he built me. Smoke screen before the flame. No one soon has that door to deal with. I don't care, he's so good. He just elevated this song a million times. Clearly, what it was was Linkin Park was like, holy shit, we can get Rakim on our song. And Rakim was like, holy shit, how much are you offering me? Yeah, it's a marriage. That, that, yeah, so the fact that it doesn't work as a song doesn't really matter to either side. What do you think, Miller? I don't like this at all. Noah has this look on her face like Bruno just farted yeah. in her mouth. Or Harley yeah. Race. <laughs> <laughs> Can I read this uh, comment about Noah? Do you mind? Okay. Uh, I love when oh, Rob's Pompadour says, I love when Noah gets all elitist and shits on music like this when she listens to the likes of Falconer. <laughs> well, I'm not. First of all, I'm not getting elitist. This just sucks. I agree. Go yes. ahead. Sorry. And I'm entitled to have an opinion. Yeah. But Noah doesn't like Rakim's good work either. <laughs> I don't. I'm not familiar with Rakim. What, except what track should we play for her? Paid on. in full? Let's see. Something like that? Deep cut. Paid in full is like the go-to one. Are you getting it, Darren? I got it. Oh, but there's like a, there's like a video to oh. it before, though. Oh, there it is. All right. Hmm. This is a journey into sound. Oh, I've heard of this. I've heard this before. A journey which along the way will bring to you new color, new dimension, new value. And I wasn't shitting on him. I was shitting on Linkin Park. Yeah. So. When all is ready, I throw this switch. Pump up the volume, pump up the volume. Like a remix, something I don't remember. Really you this broadcast for you with special news for the record. Thinking of a master plan. Depth with the record. Depth with the record. Yeah, this is a remix. Thinking of a master plan. 
This ain't nothing but sweat inside my hands. So I dig into my pocket, all my money spent. So I should deep up, still coming up with lint. So I start my mission, leave my residence, thinking how could I get some dead presidents? I need money. I used to be a stick-up kid, so I think of all the devious things I did. So good. <laughs> Groove is in the high. Right, that's the same song? No, different one. I have to go. <laughs> is this the guy that used to wear that fake nose? No. <laughs> Who's that guy? Well, that was Digital Underground. What was that guy's name? Uh, oh. Wait, what? what was that? Digital, Digital Underground. Who's the guy? The oh, Humpty Hump. Humpty Hump, yeah. yeah. But what was it? He had a real, like, Shock G? Yeah, Shock G. That's like, they used to confuse me so much when I was looking. I was like, that sort of looks like that. Are they the same guy in that band, or is it two different people? I can't tell. And why is Tupac's Tupac there sometimes? What the fuck is going on? I thought he was angry, but here he's, like, in a pool. What? <laughs> well, he makes was, no sense. Tupac didn't have his own shit until yeah. way after that, right? Yeah. For like, a, a couple of years. But, yeah, he started out being in the digital underground posse. Which is kind of crazy to think. Uh, all right. Wait a minute. You better talk to my mother. But, yeah. In other news, Dave Lombardo, now that he's not in Slayer. Now he's not, again, not in Slayer. Again, not in Slayer. Lined up his next gig. He tweeted earlier this week, I've been working on music to a cartoon pilot for Disney and never thought it would be this much fun. Stay tuned, he writes. The pun for tuned. I get it. It's T-O-O-N-E-D. Whatever. He's probably not having a great time. I think he is. It's probably easy work and good money. Yeah, Yeah. good for him. To deal with Carrie King. Good for the people. Like in the comments, were like, "What? This is why." It's like, "What? He needs a paycheck." Yeah, Yeah. everybody sells out eventually. It's why is it selling out? Because Disney. Because he's not really creative by his terms. He's creative by Disney's terms. Who? But who cares? Is my point. But uh, what? How is it? What if they're like, "We need your input on this," and like all the he controls. What he's like, hey, we we're looking for something like this, and then he does it. It's still he's putting in his input. All right, that's it. Keep we're defending done Dave Lombardo. <laughs> I'm fine with it. I don't think it's selling out at all. I think it's a okay, and I'm happy. You, you haven't heard well, it yet. I think it's selling out, but I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. No, it's fine. Selling just, out is yeah. fine. Just admit what uh, it is. No, I I don't think it's universally bad. Is what I'm saying mm-hmm. can be. But I don't think just the fact that you sold out is a bad. If you produce, how is it him selling out though? Well, well, I don't know the specifics of that. Is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. But like from the way you described it, it sounds like it. But who cares? That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. If it produces something good, I don't care that you mm-hmm. do something commercial. You but know? the good that it's going to produce is like paying Dave Lombardo's bills. Sure. Yeah. And it's not okay, like good he's going to be like all him. of a sudden the most groundbreakingly brutal Disney <laughs> soundtrack. I mean, like, what if it's like really fun for him like to do I a I don't care what's fun for him. Fuck him. Who's well, he to me? David Lombardo. Who are you to call? Well, shit. What he's doing? I'm the host of a podcast. I have to have opinions. <laughs> Come on. Douglas Levinson just said it's Godless and Chuck. <laughs> what is that? Is that uh, someone? Oh, they're talking about something else. Yeah, no, they're talking it about sounded like a Di- podcast. It, it sounded like a Disney uh, show. That's why I thought. Godless and Chuck? Yeah. <laughs> With Dave, if Dave Lombardo. That Godless guy is cool. I don't know who he is, but he, when I was doing my uh, Toilet Tour 2014, he was playing along and tweeting toilet pics as well. He's a good dude. <laughs> is he Frank Godless? Is that <laughs> Oh, Rob? Do you have an answer for that? I don't <laughs> different, know. different Godless. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, but 
Dave Lombardo used to do these jazz uh, festivals. Like really? he would get together with all the jazz drummers. Oh yeah, yeah. And he was like a huge. He's huge in the jazz the drummer community. Huh. So that's another reason for you to hate him. Okay, that's fair. I think Leroy is, was on hold that whole time, and we never got him. So Leroy, if you want to call back in, we'll get you before the end of the show. You've got one minute before the phone line dies, oh, right? Poor Leroy. That's yeah. Not his real name, though. I don't think it's his real name. Working for Amazon Music. What does that even mean? <laughs> like how they have an Amazon MP3. They have a no, yeah, like music well, download That's service. not what it just means. Just upload shit? What does no. he do? I'll tell you what he does. What does he do? He, he's a porn uh, fluffer, like we said. <laughs> and he was trying to think of a lie, and he happened to have an Amazon page open. And he just said that. Yeah, he doesn't really work possible. for Amazon. Trust me. I wouldn't doubt it. <laughs> You have the inside scoop. Also, there. he's like he's got this big Amazon job. He's got a fiance. He sounds like he's fifteen years old. Yeah. Oh, well, that, that, I don't think a fifteen-year-old would even know that Leroy was ever a name. Yeah, that's true. To even use it. But so to be fair, you sound like you're fifteen years do old. Do I really? Sometimes. All right. Fair enough. <laughs> it wasn't okay. an insult. You're yeah. very youthful sounding. Sure. Sounding. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's an insult. Don't say that. It's true though. <laughs> I can't deny it. Rob, you awake? I'm still here. I still have you? I'm still here. Uh, looking up some more stories from the week. Another one is apparently uh, there was a live bootleg this weekend. Uh, Phil Anselmo has been playing a lot of shows. Uh, down open for Black Label Side recently. Darren open? For down. Phil, like Phil Anselmo's down. <laughs> open for open. Black Label Salad. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Rob's just slurring it. During Black Label Society... <laughs> Phil Anselmo would come out and do I'm Broken. And a few days ago, uh, Rex Brown, the bassist of Pantera, also came out. So it was Phil Anselmo, Rex Brown, Zach Wilde doing a Pantera song. And everyone was like, oh, look, this is like uh, if you just had drummer Vinnie Paul in there. That's a Pantera reunion. And again, these these conversations about Pantera reunions pop up. And no surprise, Vinnie Paul... Still not interested. Still not getting phone calls from anyone associated with Pantera to see if he's interested. So, Oh, no. Well, does he doesn't matter? want to talk to those guys. Yeah, he doesn't talk to those guys. He goes, if you had an ex-wife and it was a pretty bitter split, you might not ever want to talk to her again. Who cares if everybody in the family and your friends want you to say hello again? It's your choice whether you want to do it or not. And I think a lot of people are selfish. They say, oh, we ought to just kiss and make up with Phil and everything will be cool. Then they can go get Zach, Zach Wilde and everything will be great. No, everything's not going to be great. Mm. And, you hear that? And would they call it Pantera? Because then Sid would complain. It would be Pantera with Zach Wilde. Yeah. I mean, at least, like, all right, yeah, Pantera mostly is Dimebag, yes. But Zach Wilde's not like some no-name schlub that they just got. He's like his own thing. But he's but from, like, his own I thing. would be more interested if they all got together what new shit that they would write than just the same old shit. You already can hear the uh, same old shit. You should but call Zach, it uh, Velvet Zach, Pantera. And Zach Wilde's a completely different guitarist than Diamond. Yeah, that's why I'm saying it would be more yeah. interesting to see what new oh, material they, they could come up with. Well, ultimately, uh, I don't think it'll happen. And you know what? Uh, Axel Rosenberg in Metal Sucks, uh, he made a great point about. Uh, the thing that people don't understand is Vinnie Paul was the only one of all of them that was there when Dime died. He saw yeah, Dime true. die while he was behind the kit. And while Diamond was playing guitar, and when, like, Pantera is uh, the band formed 
that was Vinny and Dime working together to form this band. That was their band. And he would just, whenever he would play Pantera songs, he would always look over and see Dime. It would be really weird for him to do those songs without Dime. Well, so, and it's about, like, sorry, go ahead. Wait, what band was, was He did it with Avenged Sevenfold. But that was one song he Ugh. came up and did a cover with them. Is that so why was that okay? That was just a one-time thing, and that was just like for fun. And it wasn't really weird. He he actually had to be convinced about it because some of the producers were telling me he was having uh, cold feet like all the way up to the show because he said this is the first time I'm doing. Because uh, they did, I forget what song they did, but it, it just wasn't walk. It was like the first time he did a song that wasn't like walk or like just an obvious Pantera song, and and he wasn't he was feeling weird about it. And ultimately, I feel it's his choice. It's his if he doesn't want to do it, nobody should. Make him do well, it. No or one like, can make yeah, him do it. Yeah, exactly. That's what or, or like make him feel guilty for but it. Like, the it's only his, time his, anyone his... wants to talk to him is to ask him this question. So he should be f- glad that he's well, even relevant in that way. Well, Rob, that's your microphone up. <laughs> we could ask him about meeting Dave Hill. Yeah, that's the only other. <laughs> Give yeah. him the thumbs up. Yeah. <laughs> ask him how it feels to be the Guy Fieri of guys who look like Guy Fieri. <laughs> Like really, you're Vinnie Paul. Just shut up. Yeah, totally. Like, like it's his choice, really. I'm sure Phil's never called him and been like, "Hey, you wanna you wanna come out and play these again?" He's, He's saying been... no to a question that no one's actually asked him. Yeah. Just to it's it's like it's like when Pee Wee Herman falls off the bike and says, "I meant to do that." <laughs> it's like, all right, ah, yeah, but yeah. It's some guy from Revolver asking him, not like someone who actually can make this happen. So, Oh, well, he doesn't want to talk to Phil at all. He okay. said the only time they ever communicate is via email threads talking about, like, Pantera issues. He, okay. He must have a lot of money somewhere. How does, it, how does he not want to do this? He owns all those strip clubs. Yeah. And he I'm has sure. three strip clubs, and Pantera sell their back catalog. He's still making, they're also making money off Pantera. Oh, yeah, tours. Yeah, that well, can't, I, I think the strip clubs make more than the. Yeah, than the I don't album. think hell yeah. I mean, if it makes money, it breaks even at best. Oh, I feel oh. that's because you're not promoting it enough, Rob. Come on, yeah. chip promo- in. That guy needs. Some I promoted help. it. I promoted plenty. Let them buy some fucking live reads. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. Um, <laughs> didn't they buy a live read? They did do it. <laughs> buy some more. I don't remember. Fuck. Clearly, it didn't help. Cheap bastards. <laughs> Don't uh, put that on the one sheet, Rob. Don't list them as bastard. one of the ones <laughs> as an example. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, like, hell yeah. I think it's fine that they're doing it, but that, yeah. like, anytime I hear one of their songs, I'm like, why is this even a thing? Like, why? <laughs> Who keeps funding this? Does Vinnie he have a, cup, you have a couple Vinnie of rubbing Paul, tugs? Yeah. Mm. Do you have a couple of rubbing tugs, that guy? <laughs> just let, me, let me pull up the last. Like, oh, hell yeah, course. just put out a new record. Did they really? They're four. Hell yeah. Uh, or no, 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 it's coming out in July. Who's the singer? Uh, Chad Gray from Mudvayne. Oh, God. Why? And the thing is, in Mudvayne, he was like this artsy, like, metal guy, right? Like, okay. artsy in the sense of, like, just weird. And here he's like a, like a hick. He has, like, this hick image to him. I guess maybe he was always what? an artsy hick. Anyway, the... The... Uh, Song is called Blood for Blood. Isn't that a band too? That is a band. Do they get royalties? Is my sound down now? I know you don't care. Hell yeah. No, I'll put it back down, please. Blood for Blood. Terrible. 
This sounds like a WWE theme song. Yeah, they've done. They've had WWE theme. So is this one that was used? Maybe, actually, maybe. This sounds like it would have been the B side for "Let the Bodies Hit the Floor." Yeah, or something. That's it. They're an active rock band. They're going for yeah. like the remaining forty active rock channels in the country. Yeah. Did Rakim uh, record this verse? (laughs) Is there even like this band? Not even one riff. This band exists because tours need openers. (laughs) That's why this like they're just a filler band. Festivals need somebody to play in the afternoon. Bands need, you know, they there's that middle act and then there's the first act, you know? They're always the middle act, though. Uh, they're not okay. the first act. Good got, for them. See, they've gone somewhere. Can I play this other Hell Yeah song I got here? Yeah, go for it. No, this is Randy Orton's theme song. Yeah, yeah my Hell Yeah, no? No, this is like <laughs> Trapped or something. I, oh, hold on. What's oh. the difference? Breaking Benjamin, is that something? You can't choose in your religion All to keep you safe But when rules are getting broken You start questioning Oh, Rev Theory Hailstorm? Volbeat? Is that a thing? Yeah. These are all like the same band, pretty much, right? Volbeat has some good songs. Blackstone Cherry? That's the thing, right? Metalingus? What was that? Edge at Metalingus? What? Edge's theme song is called Metalingus. (laughs) No. It is. Look it up right now. Edge theme song. I got here it is. That's the song name, not the band. I was trying to remember the, the band name. Oh, Metalingus. <laughs> Weird. Is this Alter Bridge? Yes. Yeah, the, that is the, the Creed guys. See? <laughs> the Creed guys, Scott Stapp left, and then they became Alter Bridge instead uh, of staying as Creed. Good. And they got, a fu- they got to do Edge's theme yes. song. See, it works. I got some of that McMahon money. Yeah. Honestly, it's so real. And they were able to find a singer worse than Scott Stapp. Can we uh, uh, find a band, an active rock band for Darren to front? <laughs> Please. Yeah. Yeah. Wasn't I supposed to with Jim Brewer do the fucking yeah, what happened, Rob? shit? Yeah, Reconnect with Did him. Did you ever what follow up on that? I followed up. He, he never responded to my... You think he knows shit. I would love to do a cover band that does uh, wrestling theme songs. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah? Yeah. What are they do? Would you do the Rougeau Brothers theme? The best? The, I would do the Hockey Talk Man, for sure. That's oh. a great song. The Big Show, I think, <laughs> despite being one of the worst wrestlers in history, has a great theme song. Yeah, I agree. Um, well, I want to I wanna play shitty The one. Dusty Rhodes American Dream? <laughs> yeah, that's a good uh, one. Some soul to that song. Here, my, my favorite is the sec- second uh, Honky Tonk theme. This one. Oh, uh, the one from Honky Honky Center. Honky. Well, they just switched it. Oh, no, that. this was oh. the WrestleMania 6 one. Hello, Honky. What it means tonight. I need a Honky 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 love. I need a Honky 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 love. I'm the one you've been dreaming of. 
Noah is so into this <laughs> that she's just checking her Twitter. Yeah. And I like, would be too, but mine is Instagram. This is a very wrestling heavy episode. Yeah. So I'm probably not going to listen this to the is a good. No, even you would like this song. Yeah, this has this a little... This is a thrash. Uh, no, I, I like the hunky This has some man. jazz no, influence. He's <laughs> just a common man. Working hard I, do like I don't remember this bass line. With his hands. Noah loves men that work with their hands. This is the fan-made uh, remastered version with bass. Like Justice for All. <laughs> the extended dance mix. American dream. Picture him in those black and yellow polka dotted underpants. There is a sapphire. Also, that that uh, birthday scar. On whose his... whose idea was it for him to have fucking yellow polka dots? On Vince McMahon. It was Why? to embarrass him because he was the Booker in WCW. What's but another? I'm sorry. Go ahead. What's another similar like uh, shitty rock band that's in the theme? They're, oh, they used to. Everybody's theme used to be like Rev Theory and yeah, shit like that for a while. Uh, well, Chris Jericho, his theme oh, is like a rock. What is it again? Break oh, the walls. Down. But that's like a. That's more like um, Generation X. It's like Rage oh, Batista. The I walk alone. Ah, oh, that's so bad. I don't Who's even want to play God that. Flash? Fuck him. Yeah, that's no, saliva. not God Flash. No, who am I thinking of? What's the band I'm thinking of? I don't know. Godsmack. Yes, 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 yes. God, didn't Godsmack do somebody's song? I don't think so. Really? They did the theme for the army commercials. Yes, they did. Ugh. <laughs> I'm getting very aggravated talking yeah. about this. There's a lot of bad music out there. Ugh. Days of the New. Didn't they do somebody's song or the guy did? Oh, maybe. Ugh. The other th- bad thing about this is you know Batista's coming out when you hear this. So that makes it even worse. There's the modern no- day Down the Rock Morocco. I walk alone. This wouldn't even be good enough to be on K-Rock, I feel, in old days. So shit. Anyway. Yeah. All that knows. I want to get away from my computer Turn it off first Oh yeah that's what Okay someone in the chat just said this They did I stand alone Yes yes yeah Maybe that's Was that also thinking. for a wrestler that was, or no? Not that I know of Okay So that's why I got that mixed up okay. I stand alone So bad oh, they, were, they were like an Alice in Chains cover band That right? yeah That song when it came out, was everywhere. Yep. So horrible. Every every fucking commercial had that. So they licensed it out so bad. Ugh. It was on like all every commercial and stuff too. Right? No, this wasn't yeah. even their worst song. They had worse what songs. The other ones. Uh, what I mean, was like, their... a, like a, a hit though? Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, they I had know. a single that was worse than this. I can't remember what it was though. If I heard the title, I would know it. This is uh, getting to the next level music. <laughs> Here, let me let me play a, a Godsmack song. This is what, the one uh, where he, he says, go away. Oh, this song. Did Hell Yeah ever open for them? I bet Probably. that's happened. <laughs> At some point, they shared a bill. And Godsmack was ahead. Clink, clink, clink. <laughs> It's a Dusty Rhodes song. Uh, funny enough, uh, 
someone from their label, Godsmack, someone from Godsmack's label was like, oh, we're having a listening party because uh, Godsmack and Mastodon are on the same label. So, Godsmack is still a band? Yeah. Oh, they're putting out a new God, album. They're like, no. oh, we're having a listening party in two weeks for the new album. And I respond, oh, for Mastodon? And he's like, no, for Godsmack. Like, oh, oh, here it is. I, uh, here it is. 2014 Rockstar Energy Drink Uproar Festival. Godsmack, Hell Yeah, Volbeat. <laughs> yeah, every band I named. <laughs> and Seether. Oh, God, another one. Oh. The irony. Could you just set up like your metal injection cameras at the gate to that show just to shame people going in? <laughs> like and people be the do coverage. like yeah, like like those porn shops that have the jerk off booths, and you sometimes see people set up cameras there to shame the perverts. Yeah, let's shame the bad music taste people. Come on, send Dave Hill there. I want to be far away from their music. <laughs> yeah, why is Disturb not on that show? Uh, they're Too busy not tweeting. tweeting. They're uh, they're on break now. Oh. Here, look. This, is the... this is the new. This is old. Oh, I hate anything that's. A f- I think that's why I don't like the growling because it's affected. It's like you don't talk like that. Why do you sing? With... But that's most metal music, isn't it? I think so. That's why I just really don't. Like I feel like. Um, you know, Dave Mustaine is an example of someone I don't think he's affected. He has a mumble mouth, and that's how he sounds. Okay. And yep. he belts out his usual voice. I feel like James Hetfield's a little affected with his yams and stuff. But well, that's in a rock and roll kind of way. Yeah. Not in a- I think Slayer is another example. He just screams. He's, that's yeah. how he talks. Yeah. You know? uh, but this is like, I'm so far away. Oh, this is just 100% like Alice in Chains knockoff. It's crazy. Yeah. But oh, when yeah. this band came out, all the modern rock radio program directors were so on the dick of Alice in Chains that it was perfect. It's like, wow, I love playing Alice in Chains, and this is like new Alice in Chains. Great. Yeah, this so is of course I'll play it. Like the shitty sh- things that Alice in Chains threw in the yeah. garbage in the yeah. studio. This is the reason Lean Staley <laughs> killed himself. <laughs> it wasn't an OD. He heard this and he's like, if I in any way cause this, I do not deserve to live yeah. another minute. Well, you know what it is? The stories were just wrong. He, they said he OD'd on Smack. We OD'd on God Smack. That's right, yeah. hi <laughs> We're on the verge of it, just from hearing like a song and a half. Never misunderstand me. You sound like Beavis. Never <laughs> misunderstand me. Lead vocals by Cornholio. <laughs> Cornholio. Don't misunderstand me. <laughs> I need more TV for my bunghole. Bunghole, yo. Are you threatening me? So true. Bring me more TV. <laughs> Stay away from me. Fire. I think you just rescued this entire Godsmack segment. We needed those six minutes of Godsmack. Just to get to this Beavis. Do what I told you. Stay away from me. Never misunderstand me. Do what I told you. Stay away from me. Shut up. (laughs) Shut up down, Beavis. You're like hyper or something. (laughs) Stay away from me. Stay. Stay away. Yeah. Jesus. Never misunderstand me. Yeah. 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 
That's going to wrap it up for this edition of the Metal Injection Livecast Mixtape. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this whole thing and still listen to my voice right here. You could totally have cutting this off. You could have stopped. You could have played some other podcast by this point, but you're still listening to me, and I appreciate it. Of course, follow us on Twitter at MILivecast on Facebook, facebook.com slash Metal Injection Livecast. Send us your feedback, hate mail at metalinjection.net. We'll be back with an all-new episode next Sunday, 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. Until then, stay brutal. Thank you.